Warning. Warning. This is a global blackout. Testing the left speaker. Left. Testing the right speaker. Right. Surround successfully recovered. Ladies and gentlemen, give it up for or What it do, y'all? It's your boy King Kurt live in the HNIC, and we are back at it once again. On an oh, you blowing kisses to him? You got it. You got yeah. I love now. them. They show me love, so I love them back. Is that what you're Thank doing? You. Yes, that's what I'm doing. As long as it's consensual. <laughs> I don't it, want nobody. It is consensual. It's consensual. I about to say, all right, when they pull up on you, I don't want to hear nothing. I'm gonna be ready. I'm gonna be like, remember when you said, <laughs> mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. soon as soon as you be like, I don't know why he walked up on me like that. I'm like, well, you said, kisses. <laughs> but listen, we are super excited to once again. I mean, mind you, it's just a blessing to be able to do this show on a week to week basis. But um, we are eagerly looking forward to when this is all we have to do because a nigga time to go and work i don't know about y'all but it is no ghetto i'm tired of this grandpa that's what my job say <laughs> yeah this work thing is just i don't know man this is this is not the uh, adulthood that my my parents and them told me about. You know, I, mm-hmm. I they they used to sit around and talk about. Well, you don't understand when you get you. older. Uh no, I don't understand. I am going to be old <laughs> this month. I am officially turning forty, and um, what I've learned in my forty years is this some bullshit. I <laughs> <laughs> the thing that you rely to. Yo, Roxy, no dead ass. Like, yeah. you know, all that work hard, and you know, it, you just put your pay off. It's gonna pay off. You could build yourself a nice little fit. No, you can't. Mm-hmm. Not in twenty twenty two. No, gas is eighty seven dollars. A chicken sandwich costs as much as a small Kia. Like, <laughs> oh my god! I, I gotta worry about eyes. food with seeds, without seeds. Like I gotta look for the ones with the seeds in it now. Yo, that's a damn shame. Remember we used to eat watermelons <laughs> with seeds in it, and, yeah. and we used to think that they would grow in your stomach. No, they didn't <laughs> grow. They just give you gas. Who knew? <laughs> I'm that's laughing all. at y'all for that. Oh, you, you 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 think it's funny? See, but you know what? All see, the, the old people always say that their uh, parents or somebody told people. them that they still put that in those children's videos, though. No, what? Yeah, watermelons <laughs> will grow in your belly. Mm-hmm. Scaring all the babies. Yeah. I, 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 if you still believe, now nah, I will say this: don't eat no pot rocks and soda. That that's that urban legend. Is a little true. It do eat. Look, you. It give you gas. I do it. Huh, huh. 
Hey, don't be constipated. You'll rupture a spleen. Fuck around and find out. <laughs> but Addison did it though. Did he? Did it? Mandy will. She'll never forget it. She brings it up all the time. She's like, I'll never forget that he drank uh soda, whatever Coca Cola ate. Um, what was it? Mentos. That's what it was. Mm. <laughs> uh, oh yeah, see Mentos and Coke. Now see you. you you're a bold <laughs> sucker. Cause I see what that do the Coke bottles. I don't know. No, but, not you, genocide circus is coming in with the nonsense already. I, listen, nonsense. it's gonna be a nonsense episode because we, we, notice Addison ass ain't even come on today. Busting yeah, he ain't want that work. He ain't <laughs> want that work. He ain't want that work. Um, it's it's gonna be lighthearted, but we have a pretty heavy conversation at the end. If you want to stick around, this is episode. Uh, 199. God damn, we didn't did 199 straight of these episodes. Nice. Next nice. next week is going to be episode 200. I don't even know what we're going to do for episode 200. Let's but, get drunk. Oh yeah, I, 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 I can I call out? I don't know. Either way, I did that already. It's, <laughs> it's going to be episode 199, and we've titled it "Beat the Black Off of Them." Y'all remember that? Yes. Yeah, my, your mom used to say, I'll, I'll beat the black off you, boy. Nice. I wish he had. My credit score would have went up. Um. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I have a funny story. So, like, my sister, she's a lot darker than I am. So, when we were little, when I was little, I thought that maybe I was dark and I got a lot of beatings. And I thought my mom, well, beat the black off me. You really thought your mom. I did. I did. Because I looked at my mom and my sister, and my logic was like, you know, she. And I had a lot of beatings, and maybe that's what happened. And let me tell you something. Uh, I I think Joe Jackson (laughs) is the only person who can genuinely make the claim that he beat the black off somebody. Mm -hmm. All of them. Apparently, you beat the black off them and put an S curl in their head. So who knew? He's like, um, (laughs) (laughs) the melody out his ass. Um, (laughs) listen, let's get right to this show by first introducing all our wonderful panelists of the evening. As always, our regular host, one of the sultriest voices in the game. Um, (laughs) fellas, hold on to your hearts. Uh, Foxy Rocks, please speak to him. Hey, everybody. Happy hump day. Happy hump day. This is your woman, Foxy Roxy, a.k.a. The Voice, known to make it noise. Listen, y'all. That don't make no damn sense. That don't make no sense. <laughs> it just got special sauce all over me right now. All right. Moving on. Even though she's the youngest in the crew, she absolutely holds it down for us. She is the one from the seventh circle of hell. Oni, let him talk to him. Hello, everybody. On this Wednesday night, it is Oni Sassy. I'm hanging in there thanks to your encouragement. Sometimes I can be quite the millennial, and (laughs) I need to go up online and get my encouragement from all of you when I'm down in the dumps and having a situation until I pull myself out of it. Like, I'm sorry, I have problems and trauma about from the thing that we're about to talk about tonight. No, no, no. I, I, well, first of all, we happy to have you back. I'm so, I'm so. You know, it's 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 never the same without you, Sassy. Oh. You bring a sprinkle of um immaturity. All right, so let's keep it moving. <laughs> okay. <laughs> as, all, 
Yeah, I knew you was going to say something. <laughs> See, you always you always got something saucy to say. But nothing nobody's saucy. more saucy than the the gray-headed one it's right blue. next to me. See, we can't hear you. It's blue. It's blue. Yeah. yeah. Learn your colors. Become an art student. Listen, let me tell you something. Here y'all go. <laughs> y'all y'all women got all these colors. Or see, see, here we got and, and I, I, I put that <laughs> intro to bed. I literally put that intro to bed. Listen, you about don't have to wake it up. Nope. <laughs> your hair is gray, my guy. No, that is not no, it's gray. Not. It's that is blue. blue. That is gray as shit. It's, it's like blue. a bluish blue. gray if you want to be bluish fair. Tassie. That's a thing. Like a smoky. Put, let me know in the comments if, if, if Teffy hair look blue or gray. A smoky light blue. That's what a it smoky, is. Smoky, smoky blue. That's what you just gonna mix shit up blue. now. You know smoky what? Light blue. Excuse me, sir. You use a, <laughs> a nigger fibber. All right, come on. I may say you make shit up. I can We're make shit women, up. We know. Hey, oh, Lord. No, y'all are women. Y'all see extra <laughs> shit when it's not there. Chat with the blue Y'all see, y'all just like y'all just like being blue gray. I just said that. <laughs> Joanne talking about something. Get my eyes checked. Let me look. 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 Smoke. Mm. You know you. You know you forty now, so you gotta. Wow. Get I'm not forty yet. I'm not forty yet. <laughs> I have. Like, he lets some good things happen at forty. Yeah, listen, let me tell you something. All I know is 40, I'm 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 looking, I don't know. 40 seems kind of weird. Cause 40, you 40, you just smart enough to not do the same dumb shit before, but you did enough dumb shit that you fucked up at 40. <laughs> well, like, like, oh good, I can stop doing this shit that was in my life. Great. Oh, my face muscles hurt already. I ain't been here that long. Yo, listen, let me tell you something. I'm either way. Um, speaking of getting older, gray headed Teff, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself? What's up, guys? It is at Teffy Wonder here, your wonderful melanated mocha five merge on. And also the chat should know uh what color my hair is because they all voted on it. They <laughs> Most of them voted do. on it on my Instagram and Facebook story, so they should know. <laughs> I don't give a flying fuck. It is gray. It's it's so gray. Blue. You were just determined to be wrong. Listen, listen. <laughs> he 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 finna he finna hit a milestone birthday. So he your eyesight finna drop and your balls finna hit the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> he gonna hear a splash. Oh, do you think they're not already wet? He's gonna hear a splash. That's First him. of all, leave me and my nut sex out of this. <laughs> Second of all. The interesting thing about having a, uh, a all women team, for the most part, except for average Joe, but he don't really count because he's average. Um, we get into these kind of debates all the time. The shit is gray because gray is the color that it is. Y'all see all these spectrums, all the light blue and this kind of and it's teal and lavender and all these different fucking shades. No, it's either purple or it's pink. It's either red or it's orange, black, 
white gray, my guy. Don't tired gray. of this gray uh, part. Uh, 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 <laughs> just, it's beautiful. Thank I, you. I, I concur. Thank you, you look you look beautiful as my grandmother. Um, Why? Wow. <laughs> your your grandmammy ain't never looked this good. You you crazy? My grandmammy had thirteen kids. She was getting a dick. I don't know what the fuck you talk about. <laughs> that means the pussy was good. The outside part didn't have to match. <laughs> oh my god! You do got more teeth than my grandma though. But anywho, uh, <laughs> that I almost had. I, I, let me stop talking about my. Uh, I can I can probably my grandmother be like boy. I swear to God, I didn't raise you to be this ignorant. Um, <laughs> Steffi Wonder, could you please tell people how they can support us? What's up, guys? Make sure you go to our website, www.headnerdsincharge.com, where you can sign up for our email list and be in the know for all of our future uh, events and whatnot. Events uh, like uh, the Audacious Black Femme. We're going to be in Maryland this weekend. She's putting on a little show. Make sure you go to our website. and um, They're going to be fucking, y'all. Uh, don't listen to him. <laughs> Don't listen to him. Um, <laughs> he's so angry. no. Let him think. Also, while you there, you can sign Don't up for stuff like HNICCon. The sign up for our email list. You can find out when our tickets go on sale. You guys, we have a hell of a show or a hell of an event that we are putting together for you guys. And I, for one, cannot wait. Um, and if you want to know where we'll be next, you can also find us at J1Con at the end, towards the end of this year in November fourth through the sixth. Uh, we're going to be there partying it up, having a grand old time as we are wont to do. It's a homecoming for us, and we're hella excited about it. While you're on our website, make sure you uh, pick up some of our dope-ass merch. We have t-shirts, hats. We have, oh, damn, no, I forgot my little thing. We t-shirts, got t-shirts, hats, hats hoodies. hoodies, bras, draws, bags, socks, blankets, stickers, pillows. You want it. We got it. Headnerdsincharge.com. Our merch is so fucking comfortable you guys i just had on my titties be titty and t-shirt um yesterday going to pet boys and niggas was staring so get you some headers in charge merch today it's also (laughs) exactly uh it also comes in a pillow it's dope um while you're there, make sure you sign up for our Patreon, www.patreon.com backslash in charge. Um, tiers start as low as like five dollars. Listen, for five dollars a month, that's only forty dollars. Wait, it's what sixty dollars for the whole year? You could support us for that. You got it. Headnerdsincharge.com, patreon.com backslash headnerdsincharge. All right, folks, as always, thank you, Teffy Wonder, for letting folks know how they can support us because your support is what allows us to put on dope 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 black as fuck events and to be able to not only extend our voice but we like to think that we are the voice of the people the voice of the culture uh we say the things that you probably can't and um even though most of us still would like to keep our jobs we still kind of don't give a fuck um that's the beauty of uh doing this for so long uh i am super super proud of all these women who have not only added to the quality of this show, but of the culture as a whole, because one of the things that the Hitler's in charge is the proliferation and promotion of dope black creatives, especially our sisters, because they are one of the most marginalized groups in the absolute world, but also in media. So when you see these ladies holding it down, definitely come through and support as best you can, because man, Carnival. I'm yeah, I'm 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 finna cut up an old bra and start uh trying to piece it together to make something. Me too. 
Yeah. Me too. <laughs> my, my titties going to be tittying. Speaking of titties that are tittying, also at the end of this month, we got our cost pool party. Um, you can go to events right now. Hit that button. Oni Sassy, celebrating a birthday. Sid Vicious, celebrating a birthday. And your boy will be turning 40. I don't really celebrate my birthday, but you know what? I'm not going to miss an opportunity to get wet with a bunch of women and drink alcohol. So, if you're in the DMV area, if you're in the DMV area, if you're in the Maryland area more specifically, hit up that event page, man. We we, we come into your area. We don't just stay in Philly. We travel. We are well-traveled, and um, we bring the party wherever we go. So, definitely pull up if you can. Um Whew, there is a lot going on in these black and black streets. I just got off of Facebook jail on my main page and um, went into Facebook jail on my backup page. Don't ask me oh. how. At this point, I just feel like Zuck want to fuck and I just won't let him. So he gets mad at me and puts my accounts <laughs> in uh, purgatory every chance he gets. I'm, I'm telling you right now, Zuck, Zuck is somewhere... Like looking at my profile pic, like I ain't never had that ever happen to me. I'm trying to get see what that be like right there. Look, be that time, be that time. Look. <laughs> you you stupid. Suck, you can't do it. You can't get these cheeks. I'm not gonna let you. I'm just you going. I like that me. one though. Hashtag Zuck wanna fuck. Yo, mm-hmm. that's what it is. It's, it's the only thing that makes sense. It's the only thing that makes sense. He's standing outside your window right now, like you raggedy. <laughs> you, yo, you, you, rag, you raggedy bitch. I'm so because it's beyond me. You got OnlyFans star clapping cheeks. Literally, you can see the Plan B still in a twat. <laughs> you it can don't see go. it. It don't come in here. Right. Right. You know, you know when, you clap, when you clap too wide, your labia kind of swing open. Like a screen yeah. door, it goes. You can still see Absolutely Plan B not. in there. That's not where Plan B goes. So. I know. Well, then I've been fucking up. <laughs> I'm blessed. I'm blessed. Who knew? I never knew. Oh God, sir. But listen, you got everybody clapping cheeks. You got all kinds of. I seen a girl with a lip out. Like yo, she had a lip on, and it was a whole lip. Got a whole moose knuckle. Your moose knuckle, nipple showing, and everything. You you can literally pick up your cell phone with the lips, (laughs) post it online. (laughs) Nothing happens to them. I say the most simplistic shit. I just, I can't. No, I'm dead ass. I gotta, I gotta say white people with a Y and a T. And PPL, like I can't say white folks, like you, I can't even type. Listen, this shit is so oppressive; it don't make no sense. I'm scared to fart good. I answer <laughs> all my stuff with the little stars, so when I curse, I just put the stars in there because I don't want them to uh, get me. It's been working so far. Listen, certain night, certain night, wolf said, not the roast beef, Arby's, bro. And don't get me wrong, I'm not body shaming because I don't mind a little roast beef sandwich. I throw a little bit of Russian dressing on that thing, throw some slaw in there. I still eat the box. But my thing is, how can they post that and I get in trouble? Just the simplest. Listen. Uh, He said, Good morning. We're putting them in jail. He said, Good morning. Jail time. Listen. (laughs) 
No, because it's somebody on our timeline who posts the most outrageous stuff all the time. And Aww. we're like, how are you not constantly doing a bit, bro? Like, <laughs> Genocide um, said, <laughs> Zuck be like, nice to meet you, boy. My name is Zuck, and I like the fuck. Let's oh, that's what it was, is Buck from but, Kill Bill. Yeah, Bill you get Your name is Buck, Buck and I <laughs> like the fuck. I, I appreciate it. See, you get, the, you get my pop culture references. Listen, all I'm saying is, I just want to be left alone. And I... And, and you know what? This wasn't going to be a part of the commentary for the night, but I just want to say I'm not the only black creative that feels this way on Facebook. It seems like they target us and they don't know the nuances of not only our dialect, but the way we speak to each other. Like if I say, Sasha, you get on my fucking nerves. I'm going to square up who when I see you outside. That don't necessarily mean I'm bullying her. That means I love her. And then when I see her, I'm going to whoop her ass in a very loving way. <laughs> Come outside with you. Yeah, we not going. To, <laughs> like you know, we 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 joking. We kid like that. That's just our nature. And I get. I, and I, don't get me wrong. I know we got to make you know safe spaces and all that shit. But sometimes they make it real hard to be black in these streets, especially with my mouth. I say some wild shit. I'm just saying. I, I a friend of mine uh, did a panel at BlurCon, and he said some audacious shit like you know Batman wasn't the cops and we went off at the mm -hmm. panel and he made a comment about it on Facebook. He was like, yeah, I pissed off an entire room full of black nerds. And my comment to him was, yeah, we were ready to burn that motherfucker down. That's my comment to him. They put mm -hmm. me in 30 days for that comment because they said it was incendiary and could incite violence. You're burning it down, you violent black man. Bruh. How dare you? Bro, y'all literally aired a month's worth of the Capitol riots, and you're worried about me being mad about a fucking panel? But violence. They said Kurt been putting the plan B in their butts. Nah, see, I knew not to put it in their asshole. You put it right up into the uh uh the ugula. What they call the uvulas, the the u the ukulele. Stop. It's in the, it, the you know, too, it just sounds so warm. Yeah. Whatever the, 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 you said, the ukulele. Yeah, you got to put it in, near the uh, the ceremony, in the back. Mm. You, you ever the ceremony? You, you know what they say? You hit my ceremony. A robot of some sort. No. Mm. You got to hit the, you know, the servitude. It's in the back. <laughs> the servitude. <laughs> I'm, I'm not entertaining this. I'm just <laughs> not at all. Entertain you my foolishness, no, please. No I refuse. That's enough. I'm just, I'm just saying. Either way, y'all know what I mean. You hit the dangly thing in the back. Anyway, all right. <laughs> That's in your throat. <laughs> oh, there too. Yeah, I put it in both. <laughs> We call it a double oh. tap. <laughs> get out. I hate it here. No, <laughs> get out. You know, get that little see nigga. yourself uh, out, sir. No, no, mm. don't do that to me. There's All right. We finna say um, the chat on you. Yeah, 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 yo. Don't don't get look, don't get me canceled. I'm already getting in zucked every five fucking seconds. Um whew, I guess there's nothing else to do left, but let's start the show. <laughs> They didn't already said hashtag hit the servitude. <laughs> <laughs> I was fucking her servitude up. 
I bruised her servitude. God damn. <laughs> Modern servitude. Hey, hey, I said you hit my ceremony. <laughs> uh, see, the men, the men understood what I was talking about. Um, mm. so the news is, I mean, we got a lot of geeky news. Uh, uh, let me start off positive. Uh, Giancarlo Esposito. That's I said his name right, right? Gian, yeah, Giancarlo. I see. Ah, I said it right. I don't have a picture with it right now because I'm just throwing the shit in there right now. But um, they talking about him playing Professor X, and I'm high key here for it. Um, if y'all not familiar with uh, Giancarlo Esposito, he's bugging out from Do the Right Thing. Um, he's uh the Vox executive that uh be tan uh like, you know making homelander's life a living hell you might remember him from breaking bad um he's also moth uh gideon. from uh, gideon from um mandalorian thank you Steffi. you know Steffi, what else what else has he been in he's been in, he's been in everything now nah, he's been in so much stuff <laughs> But, but he's, they, they, he's one of those. Ah, it's the bull. The bull. I don't know. No, no, no. I don't know. No, he's I didn't big know his bro- name for a long time. Listen, he's Big Brother Almighty. I'm just. Oh, yeah. I'm just I, I look. He's been around. I, I think he's past finger snap now. I think like should, now, but for a long time, I did not know that bro. Yeah, yeah. Agreed. He was just a nigga in the Spike Lee movies. Like, um, mm. Um, I'm here for him being Professor X. I am ready for um, Patrick Stewart to be put to pasture because uh, not that Patrick Stewart hasn't been amazing. Of I mean, there is no better casting than Patrick Stewart as Professor X. That is Robert Downey Jr. level casting. Like, there's just certain characters that are embodied by actors. Now, um, one, it's not just because Giancarlo is of uh, Latin descent. Because, you know, a, a person of color playing Professor X is also really dope. But y'all get mad when y'all only when people start doing that shit. But ironically, y'all didn't get mad when Samuel L. Jackson started playing Nick Fury. But that's that, that's only because y'all got uh, kind of force fed that uh, through through Marvel. Marvel had already changed them in the comic books to look like Samuel L. Jackson before they came out with the MCU. And I always forget what the damn... Uh, Marvel arc is. Fuck, it's man. one of the alternate universes. Ultimate, thank you, the ultimates. Sheesh, I appreciate time. You be knowing shit. I don't know where that came from, nigga, because you know I don't be knowing shit. Shit about the comic books, and I'm the comic book boy. That's why it would have jumped out my head. But yes, the ultimate universe is where we get introduced to Black Nick Fury. So it kind of prepped you for the MCU, and y'all y'all made that transition just fine. So I think him becoming mm-hmm. Professor X works um ladies what do you think would you like to see him play that role or is that a a, a stretch foxy what you what, what you think I, I, i'm for it i want to just see how they play it in there you know like how are they is this going to be like another universe type of thing where they introduce him there or is it just right. ta-da he's now your new professor x but i'm interested to see because he's a pretty good actor um, somebody, Addison said, but it's going to change the story up in a very interesting way. I feel like he doesn't have to. I, I don't feel like you even have to reference the ethnicity change because Professor X has not been introduced in the MCU yet in the main timeline. 
Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Patrick Stewart was Professor X in uh, what did they call that? That what, what number was that? Eight three six or something like that? Eight three eight. Eight three eight. So it doesn't necessarily mean that he has to play him across the board. Only sassy. I know this is a you know Marvel shit ain't all mm-hmm. usually your twist, but are you familiar with the actor? Um. Yeah. So like I second with Roxy said. But also, it's easier for me to accept stuff anyway because I'm not really going into it with an opinion. Mm, so right. you can do whatever you want to do as long as you want to make sure that I'm entertained and that it makes sense and that like I don't feel like I'm being dragged through something like the Justice League movie. Oh, my God. Then <laughs> I'm fine. Actually, and you know what? There's a couple of good points in the chat. One of them being um, Sir Knight. So I may say the whole name and be no, I won't be disrespectful. Sir Nightwolf said, I could see him playing Forge as well. I absolutely could see him playing Forge, and that would be dope. But Forge that was a, that old, yeah, 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 yeah. Forge, definitely. I don't remember him being that yeah, old. Days of Future Past. And I mean, I mean, it, it, he has varying levels. When he sent mm-hmm. Bishop back in time, he was older, and 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 I mean, he's of a uh, Native American descent, so. You know, Giancarlo got that color on him. He'd be good. I and mean, Rick, don't don't take a role from a Native American person. Uh, I know. I yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. You know, look, at this point, we just happy for anybody that's quantified as a nigga to get a role. To be honest right. with you, but I, I agree with you. Let's let's get to the point where everybody should be able to play the correct ethnicity. There's enough mm-hmm. of us. Um, Rick from uh, Blurs and Whiskey, shout out to them. He says, "I like it because Professor X and Magneto has always been allegories for Malcolm X." And Martin Luther King. Interesting fun fact. Giancarlo was in Malcolm X and shot him. Damn. <laughs> How fitting would that be to come full circle? So actually, the full story is that they reached out to him to play Magneto. And he asked to play Professor mm-hmm. X. Which I think is much better because we've seen him do a lot of these like not so nice, like kind of almost like villain, not like super good role so I think and even though Professor X is the Joe Jackson of the fucking X-Men um, <laughs> like a good character I think would be dope so I, honestly I'm here for all of it um, I'm okay with however they they, they kind of decide Are you just gonna randomly just jiggle your titties in the camera <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I, I mean why like, not I mean nobody's gonna mm-hmm. feel a way about it Nobody just, in the comments said anything, so I just figured I would I'm just, I, 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 I just want to help them out. If I, no, because I don't want you to play the song. <laughs> it's already dialed up, baby. No. Already, soon as you, soon as you sneeze good, I'm going to play the titty song. I swear I'd be having a titty song on deck. Don't play with me, woman. Bro, they sing that song when I go on other shows. Like the word <laughs> they get all the time. Oh t- man! T- well, if you give them the consent, then 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 yeah. But if not, then you know, check them niggas before you uh during sound check. Um, oh, God. <laughs> they, Groovy said they need to make Magneto Puerto Rican and Professor X Dominican. Get the fuck! Then then all, all they gonna do is just stab each other. They're not even gonna use their superpowers. That's, wow! Uh, was that racist? Damn. Yeah. Good. Well, so I, little I can't be racist. I can be prejudiced, but I can't be racist. Um, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> you should just be like they gonna race their low riders and then come to a wow. <laughs> I like that one. 
That's Fast X. <laughs> We're so racist. <clears throat> Bigfoot says the titty song. I'm no, a new no. viewer. No. I'm a viewer. <laughs> no. If we got a new viewer that's no. never seen the titty no. song. Oh, goodness. Big Groot, this one's for you. <laughs> oh, 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 yeah. Let me suck them titties, babe. Let me suck them titties, babe. Yeah. I know. He was beyond hype and ready for this. Yeah. He was right there. He probably literally had it scrolled down, highlighted, like That's ready to just. Ready. I was already ready. Listen, look, look, look. Don't, 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 don't get me started. I, I we, the titty song is always on deck. Soon as he, soon as he made that comment, shit, Negro. That's all you had to say. Yeah, they are. <laughs> Them titties be booked and busy. What? All right, look. <laughs> um, to kind of pivot to a more serious topic, uh, I know we're a little late on the discussion with this, but it is very, very, very important that we have it. Um, mm. Brittany Griner was sentenced to nine Ooh. years Ciao. in Russian mm. prison on those drug charges. I'm going to bring that back up, and, and I'm going to say this again. Uh, one of the saddest things about this story is when she looked at that judge, she said to him, he said, do you have anything that you want to say before I sentence you? And she said, I just hope whatever you're about to say next doesn't ruin my life. Wow. The fact that we are still incarcerating people not we, Russia. No. Yeah, America. You still can catch a drug charge here in America, last I checked. With weed. No, but I'm saying this Now, Tef, hold on. Don't do that because there are people there are, there are people serving sentences right now for weed charges while other people, not us, are profiting by opening dispensaries. Make it make sense. Mm-hmm. Except for all I'm saying is she just wouldn't have had it as harshly, in my opinion, if she was over here and it should have happened this versus over there. uh, Well, that depends on which white cop she ran into in which state now, wouldn't it? Well, yeah. But let's look, let's not keep pointing the finger to Russia like they so out of fucking pocket. Like people being out of pocket, it's a white girl who did the exact same thing and only got nine months. I agree. No, no, no. Teffy, let me me finish what I was going to say. Like, they're so out of pocket. Like, America is fair. They're not fair, right? None of it's fair across the board. But in her instance, because she's like, first of all, she's somebody who's known. So there's Mm -hmm. that aspect to it on top of that. I just don't feel like... And for what it was, because it was like a... uh, the oil, and it was a small right. personal amount to where there would have been ways to for that to not have happened to her. I feel like over here versus over the fuck there because they just we know all the way tripping. Listen, if, if if Russia wasn't at war and America wasn't putting a foot on their necks with sanctions, it wouldn't have been that. It, it, it's no way in the world. Yeah. But to take away that woman's ability to live for the next nine years knowing she's a professional athlete. That's crazy. That's crazy. 
That's a decade of your. I'm going Foxy Rock. No, I'm sorry. No, it's you don't like <laughs> no. They did that to make an example of her. That's all it was. She's famous. That she's 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 a basketball player. Everybody knows her. And of course, Russia's in war and all these different things. And we're all at each other's necks between the two countries and everything. So they're like, oh, we got one of yours. So this is what we're going to do. Ha ha. Now what you want to do? You either want to come over here and start a real war with us or what? So it's and like. they're not going to do it for no black woman. they not. they not. They got some white boy like locked up with her that they're trying to use as leverage to get some old Russian war hero. Like. They're trying to like do like a trade prisoner, yeah, prisoner swap. But they yeah. Russia just said that they're not going to do the prisoner swap. Yeah. So, I, at at the end of the day, I just I have a hard time understanding how citizens, because let, let's keep it a buck. No matter what country it is, no matter what government it is, there is always more citizens than there are people in power. Mm-hmm. Now, I'm not here to sanction anarchy or treason, but I will say this. The founding fathers of this great nation that y'all tout were treasonous. I'm just talking about history. Mm -hmm. I'm just talking history. Yeah, I will never understand for the life of me how we have not gone into several like civil wars from over the times of like just shit that didn't make any sense that has been allowed to happen. Like, how has that not incited anger in people enough? It has. To, like, it has. Because capitalism is keeping us too broke and busy working for other people to properly organize and get it. Exactly. Ooh, mm-hmm. now you shenanigans. <laughs> one of the one of the things that we like to do at the head nurse in charge, we like to use all the comic books and superheroes and shit to organize you motherfuckers. I need y'all to <laughs> freight train, Zulu, Excelsior. Oh my goodness! Celebrations, services. Nigga, are you trying to activate the <laughs> I'm trying to activate my black ops niggas. Where's my black ops niggas? Listen, they ain't here. I'm just, I, I'm tired, man. I'm tired, and I'm tired of the very small minority dictating to the very massive majority. Because you don't even have to do anything violent. Just don't show up to work tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Not tomorrow. You'd have to not show up for a year. And we least. all have to do it. Um, no, no, no. Maybe, maybe you mm-hmm. misunderstand what I'm saying. If the entire population doesn't show up to work tomorrow, mm-hmm. the country would lose so much money that they would pay attention. But it wouldn't be enough to argue real change. It would have to be like a month or more. Taffy, I promise you, if the entire country did not show up to work tomorrow, somebody fitting to get shot. We not going to find out though. You know, ain't nobody listen, going to be ballsy enough to do it. That's the biggest that you know. I was hearing comment on that because the fact is, you got a lot of people that are afraid. All you do need is one day. Heck, a week. A week will shut down so much a, a day you don't and that includes don't get in your car and drive anywhere don't go mm-hmm. get on septa and put some money in this in, this, in the machines or anything mm-hmm. don't do nothing just stay still stay yeah. still okay they will notice that's a public 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 protest and Listen, that it doesn't get no peaceful than that 
Yeah. No peaceful in that. Thank you, Foxy. And also to my brothers who said, uh, what are your orders? Just know I've jotted your names down and I'll be DMing you yeah. afterwards so that we oh, can organize for real, for real. No, seriously, <laughs> Foxy, you hit the nail on the head. It doesn't. So, effectual protest can be initiated in one of two ways. Either you make, like Teffy said, a prolonged impact, or you make a large instant impact. That means, it, I, I'm talking about Teffy, if the entire fucking country did not show up to work tomorrow. And I'm, talking, I'm not talking about black versus white. I'm talking about every <laughs> single taxpaying citizen that feels like they're getting fucked over. If you chose not to go to work tomorrow, trust and believe you. Think what they going to yeah, do? They going to look at us and be like, it's all right. They going to be at work on Friday? No. Uh, no. No, 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 It's see? I'm talking about getting people's attention. You think they going to yeah. wait it out. But they got the average. You know how I know I'm not wrong? Remember the million man? I know I'm almost 40. I know I'm almost 40. But I remember the Million Man March, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Louis Farrakhan with a bunch of other community leaders got together one million black men to march on the Capitol, essentially, but peacefully. And black men migrated in large numbers for the first time since slavery. I'm almost positive. That's the first time you see the million niggas coming off the coast of the border. But, but, but that's the thing. It happened once. They tried to do it again, but that one time made history. That one time made an impact. That one time was so impactful that they did everything in their power after the fact to dismantle and destroy Louis Farrakhan. Now, how you feel about Louis Farrakhan is how you feel about Louis Farrakhan. But once again, that black messiah complex that they have, Organized people, they're not worried about your rhetoric. They're not worried about how much money you have because there are rich black people that can make change. Organizing people is what they fear the most. What was that? What was that movie? Ants? Was it Ants with a grasshopper? A bug's life. A bug's. And Taffy, what did the grasshopper say? Yeah, he said you can't ever let them know that if you get to let them get out of line once, they'll take us over. He said, it's not about one ant. You have to check it even with one ant. Because like Teffy said, if ever they notice that they outnumber us, that's when we will no longer be able to live the life that we're used to living. Not Edison talking from the fast food industry would collapse. Sir, your grocery store would empty in three days without the trucking industry. That's so, mm-hmm. so, like, so what you talk about. Don't let the let, listen. But let, I'm saying let, one day is not enough because they're gonna be like, Oh, them niggas will be back to work on Friday. If y'all didn't go tomorrow, oh, they'll be back on Friday. Ooh. But you know why? Uh, wait a minute, real quick, real, real quick, sexy. I want to bring this this comment up. How about how about it? Everybody got life insurance. Here's the interesting thing. I promise you right now, if every African American person got life insurance. And double indemnity if you're murdered. The police will stop shooting your ass. <laughs> and not stop shooting you because you got life insurance. They would stop shooting you because the insurance companies, the insurance companies lobbying. would go to Capitol Hill and start lobbying, lobbying for police reform because of too many payouts. Trust uh-huh. me. 
Well, that's the mm-hmm. same way they said that if you are unjustly murdered by police and you lose that civil suit, it should come out of police pensions because that would stop it right then and there. Let me mm-hmm. hurt their money. Definitely. Jay Rent, he he give me the full. Those ants outnumber us a hundred to one, and if they ever learn that, there goes our way of life. It's not about just one ant; it's about keeping them ants in line. Y'all are the ants, (laughs) and that's why Russia is hitting this one sister so hard because it is trying to let America know y'all don't run shit over here; we do. And we can make it real uncomfortable for the rest of the world. But unfortunately, mm-hmm. Brittany Griner has to, to take that hit. Sassy, what was you about to say, baby? I, you, you know I get to preaching. I don't even remember no more, but it's cool. Herb said, not a Bugs Life talking about colonizers fear of black folks. Yes. Yo, Bugs Life was... Look, you could take I, it, uh, the nerdy scared. parallels. In and out, In and out is a great, great, great cartoon about the internal struggle of mental health. Hmm. If you want to understand your children, watch In and Out. Inside Out. That's what, That's I, said. what I was thinking. Yeah. I'm like, I don't know. Like, I don't feel right. <laughs> <boy. laughs> he not Teffy, saying it. Taffy, Taffy, I am almost forty years old. I call. I can say whatever the fuck I want. <laughs> I was lost up. I thought you was talking yeah, about was something like, before yeah. times for a minute. I was like, right. there is a movie called In and Out, but Inside Out. I'm sorry. <laughs> Y'all know Bing Bong, nigga. Y'all listen. Everybody bing cried bong. at Bing Bong. <laughs> Everybody <laughs> cried with Bing Bing Bong Bing. I, I, Take her to the stars for me. Yo, don't say that. <laughs> I was serious. Poor Bing Bong. I cried over that. I didn't cry over Soul. That shit was ass to me. But anywho, oh. all right. Um, to our sister, you know, keep your head up. Try to do your best to get home, and hopefully, the U.S. government. The prisoners uh, said they got her back, and the people in the prison said they got her back. Like they trying to support her, whatever. So maybe she'll be at least be made comfortable by them. They'll give her free mm-hmm. shit and stuff while she's in there. Don't nobody want them dry ass oodles and noodles. Well, they I mean, got something that's going to be real nice when you ain't had nothing. You're right. You're right. You're right. I ain't. Uh, look, I feel for the love. And, uh, well, something. Mm. All right, y'all. Um, <sighs> Lady Gaga has confirmed she will be playing Harleen Quinzel in the sequel to The Joker. Um, the same sequel that's supposed to be a musical. If it's a musical, they will I not get my money. I can't do a musical though. Mm-hmm. I am not senile. I'm just old. Like but no, y'all like oh, Hamilton. No. Stop being judgy. judgy. You don't like musicals. That's right. Carolyn said. Not only is my ball sagging, but my brain sagging too. <laughs> <laughs> you ain't shit, Carolyn. Yes, yes. Please one. pray for me. <laughs> Jay said, Kirby, like, uh, these kids need to stop playing that Nintendo. <laughs> First of all, I know the difference between the game systems. Don't do not do me like that. Even though when they came out with the Switch, I'm out there talking about something. Did y'all buy my... my did, do, do I get them a Wii? They was like, Uncle Kurt, we on that Switch oh. now. And I was like, what did the Switch do? <laughs> I'm really out here thinking they made the Switch to like PlayStation. I said, what did you Switch to? They said, no, it's a Switch. Like, I, all right, cool. What did you switch to? 
Oh, What's this? Oh my God! No, my niece and nephew was like, I don't even know why we talk to this old nigga. Why they say that to you? They know they were supposed to say Nintendo Switch so that you knew it was a game system. That's what I do to old people. You know what? Fuck you, Sassy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not doing this with you. I'm not doing this with y'all tonight. Um, why not? I'm I'm here for Harley Quinn. I don't know if I'm here for Lady Gaga playing Harley Quinn, but I'm not here for musical Joker either. So, you know, miss me with all of that shit. Uh, I mean, I feel like both would be a lot. And I just recently watched a uh, American Horror Story Hotel, and she was okay. I don't think she deserved an Emmy for that, though. Right. Not goddamn cat drinking out the goddamn boat. <laughs> For those that are listening on the podcast, y'all listening after the fact, the, the chat is just tearing me up. Nightwolf talk about some. Somebody come look at this. Look at this. Somebody goddamn cat drinking out the bowl. Y'all not gonna do me. Get like out that. the bowl. <laughs> Get on my goddamn lawn. <laughs> Get out the bowl. <laughs> Listen, Carolyn says they she just loves all things Joker. See, you Batman fans, y'all be the ones fucking it up for everybody because y'all go support any steaming pile of bullshit that comes out that's Batman related. Batman has been literally pimped to death. That is a tied <laughs> hoe. That bottom bitch is tired. You got to put her to pasture. Let her just let Ooh, her take care of other married. girls now. This hoe, can't, she got her kneecaps gone, baby. The kneecaps <laughs> is gone. She's it's it, it, it. She can't do it. She got she got the rightus in her in, in her knee in her knee capsules. She can't. She she ain't got no more teeth. She got no bottoms. No 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 none of that. The back of her ugula. Is bruised up from the constant taking this it. way. It sounds like this. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no, no, no. Oxy, she got to put the shit to it. <laughs> oh Justice. G money. I am the knight. Oh my god. Bitch came up short again. Yo, come on. Y'all leave that old hoe alone. Leave that Batman. Batman has been hoed. Out. Yeah, I'm just I'm saying. Why y'all added put Superman down too? No, nah, nah, Superman still got some legs left. They, 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 I mean, it, it, it ain't a new, it, it ain't new pussy. Stop but it. no, stop Super, it. No, yeah, stop no, you're, you're tripping. You're tripping. No, Please. Superman ain't been done right, right since. Uh, I think Henry did a good job, but it I ain't, don't care if it, it's done it, right it, no more. I'm tired of seeing these niggas. Exactly. Mm -hmm. All I'm saying is, um, Eddie Murphy said it best. You could do a lot with a two dollar hoe. You could stretch that, but even they got limits because evil's good and ass is good. Uh -huh. And if you get you a piece of evil ass, whoo! But it's time to it's time to let that heifer breathe. Go ahead on giving her retirement. Y'all got Flash. If you could ever get Ezra Miller to stop fucking underage kids and breaking laws, um, uh, the one black uh, actor that was doing good playing cyborg. You damn near ran him out of town. Um, mm -hmm. Jason Momoa is keeping your franchise going with Aquaman, which is a weird thing to say. Never thought I would say that in my fucking lifetime. Shazam, Zachary Levi ain't been in no trouble. No, but I'm just, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, we got to see what the sequel is hitting for. You, you, everybody get one. <laughs> 
That's new pussy. That's all right. Yeah. That's new pussy. That's definitely new pussy. Like, like, okay, this is cool. And you know, she seemed like she could really work out. We'll see. Mm -hmm. We'll we'll, we'll wait. We'll wait till one of these uh, comic conventions comes in and they run through her. We'll. (laughs) Trust me, his sequel, these no, nerves fitting to run through her. We'll see. We'll see how sturdy that box is. I'm gonna tell you that right now. <laughs> well, Addison is right. Peacemaker. Oh no, peace, but Peacemaker's new pussy. All right. Come well, on, y'all. I'm mean, very yes. new pussy. That, that, and, Why and are good. we calling these shows new vaginas? Because <laughs> it's the hoop analogy. You gotta you gotta understand only on the head nerves in charge will we find a way to make an analogy between prostitution. And the DC universe. Don't ask me. All I'm saying is Wonder Woman was some pussy that didn't work out and ended up getting a GED and becoming a pair of But she the only one who got one for real. She got two. Mm-hmm. No, that, that's a, for, well, actually, she has she a got lot. two. That's that second. No, movie she's in Superman versus Batman. She oh, got yeah. her own. She's in Justice League. Mm. And that sequel, though. Oh, that sequel is when she yeah. started deciding she tried to be a CNA after that. She was like, ooh, this is uh-uh, that nigga punched me in my eye and didn't pay me. <laughs> she, listen, she was she started going back to school. She came back one time to get some money so she wouldn't have to go, go uh, back to- that loan. She thought she had enough, but she mm-hmm. didn't. So she came back to get a little get a little payday so she wouldn't have to take out that loan so she could finish her last semester. I'm <laughs> done. Thank you. See. The fellas know Kurt Herb said Kurt take it from someone who's had bussy running around. You're spot on, bro. I'm not lying. Listen, don't don't hate the analogy. You trying to say DC's seasoned pussy is worn out. Hell yeah. Yes. They've been, they, um, Carolyn, they've been wearing this box out since the 1920s. There has been a Superman. <laughs> listen, there, there has been a Superman television show since the 1930s and 40s. Like this our is fans old. really be out here rolling with our shenanigans and they just yeah. jump on board. Y'all be like shenanigans, but then be again with us. Yep. Like, I'm, I'm, but but show me where I'm wrong. If ever I'm wrong, come check me. That's all. You got you. I put it like this: You got sophomore pussy like Aquaman and Shazam. Or Captain Captain Marvel. We'll see how that goes. Black, look, they got their first black uh, lead in Black Adam. Yeah. And listen. Mm-hmm. Oh, did you do the quote fingers? Don't do that. Don't I'm do sorry, that. When has The Rock ever acknowledged his blackness? Well, you know what? <sighs> I'm not doing this with I you. I just thought about just, it. Um, has DC I'm... ever had another black lead? They just kind of throw him in us with us, like so. I'm just used to throwing him in there with us. I never oh, questioned no, no. that. Suicide Tell Squad, him. Suicide yeah, Squad PMC. had Will Smith, and the sequel had mm-hmm. Erdogan's elbow. Stop, Erdogan's mm-hmm. elbow. He's gonna fight Idris. you one day. He's gonna get on the show. I can't wait. I, I, I want. He's gonna I, square I up with you and be like, "So what was that that you were saying about?" Sassy, Erdogan's I'll take that mm-hmm. L. That's how we gonna get on World Star in the shade room. I'm famous it. after that. Like, I'm gonna be reporting it. I'm gonna be like, just... Erdogan's elbow gonna beat me up with his get MMA him, skills Erdogan's. and make a diss song. Not getting Erdogan's. Erdogan's. <laughs> First of all, that nigga cut a fire track. Don't be like that. Ooh, Black Lightning. See, Black okay. Lightning gets a pass. 
Black Lightning is is definitely it was a solid enough show for enough seasons that I respect it, but uh, it, it it really did not end well. It's like it, you know what is it, it's that hoe that disappear and they we knew you know we put up signs. She's but, not married. Yeah, she somebody hit it one mm-hmm. good time and decided to marry her. No, nah, there was mm-hmm. no good send off to that. I don't. Oh, was, oh, was not a good send off. I'm just saying. They ran off to Punta Cana. Ah, that's where mm-hmm. niggas go. That is exactly where niggas go. Right off I'm going somewhere exotic. I'm going to Putacana. <laughs> it sounds exotic. It's no, that is, that is Dollar Tree, Puerto Rico. Get the fuck out Listen, of here. Listen, they got they had a shotgun wedding in Vegas, ran right to Putacana. Now they live in like a little loft apartment and they're very happy. Don't be like that. Mm-hmm. Change the name and everything. Right. <laughs> she go, I haven't heard that name in years. all right so yeah yeah we'll see how this thing plays out um be on the lookout y'all china has discovered new potentially fatal virus called languia what the hell languia that sounds like some shit that i get from the poppy store stop it's next to the adobo so, so I bet you Linga. any amount of money, one of them letters is silent towards the end. Probably. We don't even need to be saying it's one probably of Lanya. The G is silent. Lanya. Listen, all I'm saying is more pandemic shit coming down the pike. I have come to the conclusion that we are in the end times. And um, Earth is mass hysteria. No, no, they, they done, the Earth side of humanity. This is yeah. our last stand. It's time. Mm-hmm. No, no, no. The Earth, for the first time in God knows how long, got a break from you funky motherfuckers walking on it all the time. Mm-hmm. And then y'all want to try to bring our black asses back to the status quo and the norm. And the Earth was like, you know what? In that two years, I got my immune system up. So mm-hmm. let me unleash unholy hell. Here, take this COVID. <laughs> now take these monkey pox. And why is it a monkey pox? Because chicken pox, I get. Bird flu, I get swine flu, but now y'all love naming some shit after animals. If it come what? from Africa, God, I gotta be monkey pox. Oh, they didn't God. name they didn't know it named COVID bat pox. Bat pox. That's all I'm saying. Well, they make pox on you, all right. That's why yeah. they got pox yeah. in them lumps. Yeah, they, oh, they, it definitely mm-hmm. leaves some MMs on your skin. Be careful, y'all. Right, yeah. not cute. Wait. Did you see the video that was going around with the guy working out at the gym and then yep. and the little hashtag? I hope that's has to look nasty. I'm like, Ugh. and and once again, this is why Kurt don't. I I stop touching people. Goddess in the back going, you ain't shit, Goddess. Don't do. I'm about to bring her on screen. She gonna jerk her head back. Yes, Kurt Kurt has stopped touching people altogether. <laughs> And it has uh, gravely affected my personal love life because apparently women don't like getting sprayed down with Lysol. <laughs> you better not spray me uh-uh. in my face with Lysol. The one that need to be sprayed is you, sir. You crazy. You, uh-uh. Sure. Got, I don't have... Uh-uh. Listen, I'm, I'm blessing Holly favorite. I sage my dick every time. 
That and sea moss is not going to say. Yo, that sea moss. And lightning incense. That sea moss. Niggas in the sea moss. I shouldn't do nothing. I rub my moon crystal on my balls. After I charge it up in the, in the solstice, <laughs> honey, uh, the moon tomorrow. So uh, make it count. Listen, see, that is real right now. I appreciate our resident witch that always keeps me in line with my uh, necessary incantations to keep stunting on Rituals, you hoes. Goddess of the Eye, could you please be so kind as to introduce yourself real quick? Damn it! I was like, oh, they're kind of deep into the show. Maybe I won't have to introduce myself. Nope. Hoochie Daddy Pox. Fuck you, Ashley. (laughs) (laughs) It would be the worst thing ever. Just kill me. If I can't see Hoochie Daddy shorts because of Monkey Pox in any way, shape, or fashion. If Hoochie Daddies were to be like detrimental to my health any more than they already are, I would probably cry. So just end it all right there. But anyway, it's your favorite friendly, now sad neighborhood queer, LJ the Great, the goddess of the eye. Coming at you live, not a color of the goddamn rainbow, as I always do. And I'm happy to be here, even though the conversation gonna be heavy as fuck. Yep. Because you know, Kirby choosing violence and shit. Violence. But also that oh. Shawnees, you those are the real concerns, bitch. Thank you. You can blink and my pussy wrong and my pH balance is gonna go wonky. Let's not. First I can't off, keep just any type of energy true. around me. Shanice, just let me reassure you that the spray that I use is all natural uh goat's milk that's been so, curated no. by Absolutely. Tibetan monks. And uh, blessed by Geechee woman from North Philly, so you'll be all right. I promise you. I promise you. It's all natural. It's got aloe. That and shea actually butter. sound kind of lit. I'm not gonna hold you. Nah. It actually. might get my pussy high. <laughs> so. That's not the purpose, but we'll do it live. We'll do it live. A person chewed a poppy leaf. They weren't expecting the properties, but you know, opium. I wonder what that be like to eat the pussy. Like, anywho, don't let my mind wander. Anyway, moving on. You're asking the right <laughs> questions, though. Um, so we got two more hot topics that we want to get to. But but you know what? I want I want to address this. This popped up on the internet, and I kind of was curious because you know this is this is my squad, this is my team, and we black as fuck. And there's just certain things in the black community that are highly debated. One of which is the proper way to eat this. <laughs> yeah, we about to have this conversation. Hey, everybody yes, gets a hey. fucking choice. You choose if you want more sauce. You choose if you want more pasta. How I make your bowl, I put a little bit of my chunky, meaty sauce at the, <laughs> at the bottom. And then that I, milk. Use, I use that milk. so you can get more of the sauce and the meat in between your noodles and everything. Like I make it perfect. I layer that shit because you need the perfect mixture. But some people like it more sauce, more anything. And I feel like everybody should have that choice instead of just having it out there for you. Because like I don't like I don't like it messing on it. Let me do that. Um, sassy. You heard me with that angel hair pasta, lovely. I love I angel hair pasta, or I like hate angel hair pasta. I love angel. I like a smaller noodle with my spaghetti. If it's Yo, like, who are you? Tastes like hair. It's good. It's so good. You can get more in the sauce that way. Like it's it's, it's so. 
The comment it's section so is lit as Let fuck. Y'all are on fire tonight. I promise you, I'll change your life. Yo, uh, I'll try need, it one day. I need answers in the chat. I, I everybody's saying B because B is the right answer. No, well, no. so first off, hey. hey, 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 hey. As for you and your house, y'all do that. But I love having the option as a guest or as a host. I love giving you the option of putting however much you want as either one on I, your plate. I get that. I get that. Mind so, your own business. She's right just though like I'm because. Do with mine. Like coming from the person who was raised by the chef, you're supposed to serve it like a because that's how the Italians do it. And um, oh, oh, oh! So now we just supposed to do shit like the Italians. Do. Is there that's thing? the wrong angle to take? But also, if you want to respect the culture that's not originally ours, then yeah, maybe it'd be okay. Yeah. First of all, first but of all, black, black people beef. created spaghetti. Stop, <laughs> Stop it! I don't know I if it's. Shut up! I'm with you though. I really like B. I've always liked B was um, but now in my adult years, and because I've become more cultured on food and stuff, and I'm like, what she said, you can put more sauce if you want to put more sauce if it's not already food. mixed up. So mm -mm. all right. There was no way I could say that and be an adult. <laughs> No way. You like it? Do you like it as sauce? I like the meat. <laughs> Where's the beef? <laughs> Truth. According to Google, who invented spaghetti? The history of spaghetti, while some historians believe pasta originated in, in Italy, are that's a political answer already. Hence, Marco Polo actually brought it back from his epic voyage to China. Chinese. I mean, that would make sense with the noodles. Yeah. They don't that. even yeah. really make use of that no more. They dropped it. <laughs> Damn. Drop what? Spaghetti. So apparently Marco Polo yeah, introduced pasta, pasta to Italy from the Chinese. Oh, they so, made it in their own way because of other different ingredients that were made. Yeah. So yeah, it's like with African culture and all that Whatever you or, or like how Americans, everything comes from somewhere else. Literally, oh, like literally, literally. Yeah. they just put yeah. their own stink on it. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah. No, we do. Everybody probably think they did something first, anyway. In my opinion, I feel I like they probably got mm -hmm. all kinds of stories they didn't came up with. <laughs> Look, Marco Polo done. <laughs> yes, Marco Polo went to China. Was like. That's some real nice pasta. It'd be, <laughs> it'd be a shame if it ended up in Italy. <laughs> I mean, it does. At, at, the whole point is, <laughs> I feel like you gotta cook the the, the 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 sauce in the noodles. Like I like when it's all homogenized and marinated. But then again. If you, you know, want I'm... more sauce, you want the option of more sauce. You always keep some on the side, do you not? That's too sterile for me. I want, yes, I want, no, it. Uh, Taffy, Taffy do you like A or B? B. You, wait, we agree? Oh, nigga. She oh, just was going to stay silent up there and over let us roll on you. Because she, she don't want to agree with him out loud. He had to call her on it. <laughs> Yo, I, I was I, that's why I was like, wait a minute, you. is there a are we in accord? Did we just parlay? Oh my god, please stop. <laughs> I'm just, 
It's, no, it's short lived. It's short lived. It's going to be absolutely short lived, especially with especially that. Especially in the next hair. couple minutes. Yeah. No, I like. So first of all, I like it. Salty. First of all, it's like cloudy blue, is it not? Don't. Oh shit! Look nah. at that. Love, love, love's internet oh, went out. Nah. Unfortunately. Oh, Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Here you go jiggling again. You yeah, but I tilted the, the camera back so you can't see. Oh, they don't well, don't deny the fact. <laughs> I just got here. I'm sorry, love. Boo! You were so so boo. Hater. Thank you, Teffy. Hater. You're welcome. For those that are listening to the podcast, Teffy just gave her a little jiggle for uh, old time's sake. When the sauce gets in the pasta, mm, when the flavors are in the noodle, mm, listen, that's where you make you that. You can mix it up like that in your bowl. You can yeah, still have that experience. It no, it ain't the same. It is the same. <laughs> it ain't the Layer same. Layer your own shit in your own bowl and then go and sit down and just tuck the fuck in. It's a beautiful feeling. Because you created mm-hmm. that unique masterpiece. Nah, nah. Because I, it wasn't I, mixed from jump. Nope, 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 nope. I don't nope, like that. when a certain type of ratio is forced upon me. Give, give me my options, damn it. Keep well, it separate so I can. I, ooh, <laughs> fine well, line either. being black, you know, being black and being clear, and fine line. I'm, I'm really crossing right now. Keep, I'm dead. Keep separate. <laughs> you know? Um, I, I, I put it like this. Everybody has their preferences, so I'm not going to hate on anybody's preference to what they love and what they like, but always be for me. So we got, what, two Bs and three As? Sassy, what'd you say? Um, She said A, because that's how it's supposed to be. I wait. I no. don't know. I really don't know, though. Oh, do you no. like your spaghetti on the side? I mean, do you like the sauce on the side with the noodles on the side and you put it together in the bowl or do you like it all cooked in one? There's so many anomalies. If it's you know what? I, this nigga said pasta from out the box, like box pasta, like I want that to be mixed up in B so we can drown out how phony that pasta is. I like fresh Ooh. pasta now. Like I don't even like box pasta. Oh, <laughs> if it's fresh, fresh, then I want A. <laughs> Shawnee said our periods just synchronized tests. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh, and also accurate. Don't do that. Don't do it. Listen, y'all. However you like your spaghetti, just uh, you know what I mean. Eat more, eat more spaghetti. That it's a quick and easy meal, and even batches. It, it can last you the whole fucking week if you make enough of it. It is absolutely the poor man's uh gourmet meal. Mm. Yeah, um Beyonce. Has been in the news rate. Uh, did you really put this in here? Take my soul. I don't understand what you Negroes' affinity is with Beyonce, the occult, the Illuminati, <laughs> and biblical references. Oh, wait. Are they doing this again? Are they bringing the Illuminati? They bring it back, Illumin Bay? Okay, but what happened to all of the encouragement and empowerment of Black as King, which was rife with so much symbolism from ancient Africa and all that shit and spiritualism and all that shit. She was pumping all of like the Yimmy stuff even back then. 
So, like, the fact that she might be on a horse and she might be wearing the color red, she has to be the fucking horse of war? Are you um, kidding? Lovely. Uh, let me just say No, this. no, no, but let's be real. If Taylor Swift did the same fucking thing, they wouldn't think it was demonic. Well. Because uh-huh. it'd just Something be a white wrong. bitch in a red dress on a fucking horse. That's let all me, it would be. Let me set but the stage for those so listening. she's so successful and people swore that she was an airhead and she over here making her own money, doing her own businesses, yeah. they're just being haters and shit, which I get if you want to well, look. Well, let's go. Hold on. Hold on. Hold breathe. Breathe, love. Like hold on. I'm love. breathing, nigga. Hold on. Can I set the stage you for those who can't? Yeah, no, the beehive. Can, can, can we set the stage for those? Buzz, who buzz. The they going to sting you. So, so for those who can't actually see the visual, and you may be listening on the podcast, it is Beyonce on four different horses. One of the horses is a white horse. The other horse is a black horse. The Vogue cover has a red horse. And recently in a new album, you see that she's on like a crystal horse that they're trying to say is a pale horse, which is a direct symbolism to the four horsemen of the apocalypse, which is the white, red, black, and the pale rider. So. Are these not the end times? All right, love, you can continue your rant. I just wanted to, before we got too deep into it, for those who may not know exactly what we're talking about, just painting y'all the picture of what's going on and what we're talking about. I mean, there is Beyonce with a white horse, a black horse, a red horse, and I wouldn't necessarily say it's a pale horse, but it's definitely crystal-ish. I mean, mm-hmm. does it make you raise raise an eyebrow? Absolutely not. It does, if you point me all... in that direction, then I might, because you made me aware of your own shit. But like, if you're putting it in my face and you're making it make a, a kind of sense, then yeah, it's going to capture my attention, but not because that's what it is, if that makes any sense. Like, the whole purpose is to sow this idea and just let everything else just run rampant, because now you're going to go back and obsess over all of the images and the clips and you're going to find what you're looking for. So, like... I'm trying to figure out, like, first off, who sat there and took the time out of their life to even um, pay attention to that in the first place? You a hater. But... Um, and I don't even care about Beyonce like that, but that was just real hatery. It does but take a lot of time. What is she doing? Bro, I want like, a black woman in America. She ain't about to end up that getting to the point, or they not going to ever let her get to the point that she would be causing harm anyway. So, like, I don't. That's a very valid point. Yeah, like I ain't got nothing to fear. <laughs> so I once watched like a ten minute YouTube video about how uh, Beyonce and Jay Z worship Baphomet. Um, and so <laughs> some people that. got time. Um, clearly, it's folks out there who got time today, tomorrow, a week from now. They um, mean, I personally know a couple people who worship death spirits and and gods and goddesses and stuff. So just because they are famous, then. Like even if that is like their their cup of tea, like mm-hmm. I ain't got that's no not at the end of the day is this it exactly it's nobody's yeah. business right let them do what they do you can't afford to change their mind anyway. Also, I, I, to be honest, a Beyonce apocalypse would be way more lit than the one Trump <laughs> was trying to have. So, like these we have a banging ass soundtrack. At least we at least we got a banging ass soundtrack. You muscle. I know it. <laughs> Face, like, you was not the demons. 
<laughs> Listen, it's and glitter. Fox. It's not all fucked. It's, it's all fucked. I'm gonna be pussy popping in the handstand right over the cliff. I don't care. Not <laughs> <laughs> over the cliff. Uh, if I can go out, get it off. That's what I'm gonna do. I'm not. I, I put it like this. I, I come from an extremely <laughs> religious <laughs> background. Um, there is symbolism. It, it, there is symbolism in all things. Um, it's it's on your money, and you still spend that motherfucker. I I mean, at the end of the day, artists and creatives have been doing the same shit. Y'all absolutely still sold out. Little Nas X putting a drop of blood in his uh, omen sneakers. I mean, yeah. I, I, I just don't I, look. If you are a very religious person, then don't support her music. I just don't understand why it, it, it has to become a major thing. If you identify a thing that you're uncomfortable with, because don't they support need it. To know. Mm-hmm. Right. These are the and, same folks see, seeing Jesus and Toast, fam. Like, I'm not paying them no mind. <laughs> I bet you seeing the fucking Toast, though. So. Potatoes. Yeah, listen, look. <laughs> Sage your television. Uh, avoid her music. I, I mean, listen to Usher. I'm just saying, you you got options. So I I don't know what else to tell you. I listen. I don't even feel the need to sage the chat after that because I, I mean, like like the lady said. There's always going to be some parallel to black people in a place of affluence where they either demonize, uh, make make up derogatory stories, um, and try to tear it down. And you know, Beyonce is no different. I don't know if she's a part of the Illuminati or if she's uh, worshiping uh, Parapet or Baphomet or any of them motherfuckers. I don't know them. I just I don't I don't know I, I don't know who any of them niggas are a person like a bunch of white men in the Illuminati do not like want black people in it like J. Cole said <laughs> Uncle J. Cole yes and, and, and to this point to be honest B don't pay these bills so my parody song is you won't break my Pico bill. <laughs> I keep saying this over and over again. My Pico bill was three hundred and fifty fucking dollars this month. Whoa, that's Ooh. ridiculous. You about to make me turn my air off. That, that's what I've been doing. This is at my house. You about to have to turn my own shit Quick, quick, funny story. Quick, funny story. I um, I had a solar energy company come out to do an appraisal on my roof. To see about getting solar energy just because my bill has been so crazy. My Pico bill was so high, he pulled me to the side and said, to do a proper assessment, I need you to be 100% honest with me. Are you growing weed on the premises? (laughs) I was like, like, no, but also, should I be? Would it offset the cost? Because at this point, if you're telling me... He said, your, I'm either your bill blind. would be lower. <laughs> Sorry, you wouldn't be here. I would just I, play like, it. I could afford it. I would just pay the shit, right? right. Uh-huh. He said, you're either mining Bitcoin or you're growing weed because I don't know what the fuck else is going on. So, 
I, <laughs> so yes, yes, mind the business that pays you, and it ain't Beyonce. Um, yeah, no. Whew, there's a. All right, last but absolutely not least, um, bittersweet, depending on how you feel about this particular crew. The Breakfast Club is ending as you know we've become accustomed to it over these last few decades. One of the number one radio shows in history. Uh, Charlemagne the God, DJ Envy, and Angela Yee. Angela Yee will be leaving the Breakfast Club and pursuing her own passions in whatever new career she so chooses. Um, when H&IC first started, we um, <laughs> we modeled uh, a lot of what we do after the Breakfast Club. Actually, it's one of our taglines. Um, it's the Breakfast Club, but for nerds. Yep. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, we have kind of a at least I do. Um, early on, we have a kindred kindred spirit with the Breakfast Club, so it's kind of sad to see, you know, them kind of part ways. But also, whew, they've been shitty. <laughs> they've been really shitty over the years. Um, how do y'all feel about the Breakfast Club? Like, do, do you think it was a fair comparison to what we do? Do you think it's um, good that they're evolving and ending? You know, as they know it, or is it something like you know? I don't give a fuck. That part, I really yeah, I didn't listen um, to that. Yeah, because like at the end of the day, it was beautiful to see a black group be so popular and rise to stardom so fast. It's great to see that because I root for everybody black, but like it's just like my kind of sort of beef with World Star and. You know, Wendy Williams and shit. Like, what do you do when you compromise integrity and shit about your own people just to mm-hmm. get ahead and views and you know and and going viral and shit? So I feel like there's a lot of shit that they instigated or that they perpetuated just to have drama, but like it caused me to look at them as people differently, and I don't think anything's worth it. Yeah. So it's like it's hard to really give a fuck, but it's like. I, it doesn't seem like it's amicable. It's just they're being professional. But again, yeah. that's pure speculation. But when you say, as you know it is over, that means something popped off. You know what I'm saying? It's not our business. But it's it's sad because this was already a thing when like when the last dude left, right? So What last dude? Did he leave? Like What happened to where they were like, you making all this money and you ain't Giving us a fair cut and all that other shit that was happening that like was a few Joe months. Yeah, that, that was Joe, that was Joe Budden. Oh, okay, so yeah. you know another see just okay, but um <laughs> yeah, nah. So at the end of the day, it's like I I see what y'all tried to do, and I loved how they started, but what they compromised to get to where they were, I didn't think was good. Well, DJ Envy, um, Charlemagne the God, and Angela Yee have absolutely been premier as a unit, uh, number one radio station in New York and across the country, Charlemagne kind of went off and did a lot of his own books and he's a producer of a podcast and put on a lot of other individuals. He originally uh, started up under Wendy Williams and uh, was a part of her production team. And um, if you get, if you're wondering where he gets his shitty nature from, it was a perfectly uh, match made in heaven with Wendy Williams and Charlemagne the God together. 
Mm. Right. DJ Envy, uh, you know, he had his infamy with his cheating and um, a lot of the, the, the yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, but Charlemagne got his ass whooped out front of his radio station, which was kind of funny. Um, Angela Yee actually has been the least Probably controversial right. of the three. So kind of makes sense why she leaving. She over the mm-hmm. toxic shit. Yeah. Like and, that's because and why seen. Can you imagine what she's seen? Right. Yeah. Shanice said that they sold their soul for an extra scoop of cinnamon butter and it ain't work out. I'm done. I put your extra scoop of cinnamon, buddy. Yeah, Angela, you've been done with them. So, real quick, um, for better or worse, here are some of the most memorable moments from the Breakfast Club, for good oh, or man. bad. All three of y'all stop playing with my name. Y'all remember this? This is one of their more famous. Is you finished? Stop playing with my name. Let's go right on it. So what's no the issue? Sugar. Ain't no issue. If it was an issue, you'll you'll feel me. I just come to let y'all know. Stop putting respect on my name. Y'all put some respect on my name. Y'all say my name. I have spelled it. Did you put them on the radio? The radio. Y'all finished or y'all done? I ain't got no more talking. That's right. Did you finish? Is you done? He brought the whole squad just to tell them to shut the fuck up. Yo, look out! Yo, Meek Mill ain't beef with Chris Brown. It was finna box. Who that tired ass man? I know, right? Favorite favorite gift. Drake. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking for a circle. Are you are you a registered sex offender? No, Yo, when he said this um, to six nine, you the victim of sex I need. Nine? Nah, I'm not. You could actually look it up. You got a computer right there. Yeah, I did. I, 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 that's why. That's why I asked. So you know I'm done. This is this whole with that mouth dude. No, you cannot. No. Oh, okay. <laughs> when he asked Brandy <laughs> with that mouth dude, don't worry about it. Oh, that's it. Greg Oden and LeBron James have the same genes. Oh, and then they make her cry. Faces. Like, yeah. you might have Benjamin Button syndrome. You probably start looking Yo, younger as you get older. Yeah, y'all gotta see Charlamagne's face. Seriously. <laughs> I've never seen this guy's face. I have a face see... for radio. You know, right now that people actually care about That's that. That's popping. That right. generated interest. Like, right. I mean, you've only got one album. Right. One thing young people. Right. One single that people remember. The right. boss is popping. Oh, damn. Then you haven't done anything. But you were like, oh. Because he was like, who's this young man trying to get on stage? Yo, Charlamagne's son, I mean, his daughter. I just saw him, just beautiful. But anyway, I mean, I don't, regret, you- I don't regret. Wow. Yeah. So she came with it and couldn't take it. That's why she ended up crying. I don't feel sorry for her no more. I, I mean, no, nah, he, he, he was he was talking mad reckless. She just couldn't. Yeah. Keep she was yeah. like, his kids going get him where it hurt him. But no, nah, she she actually was trying to defend herself because he was vicious in that. Like he yeah. was merciless in that, and you know, it's just like any roast session in a, 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 like, at school. If I ain't shit, why am I on your show right now? That part. My question is, if you watch the show, like if you watch the show and you know what he does to every guest that he get on there, why would you want to get on his show in the first place? Uh, because that's why Logic said, "Fuck his yeah, show." Yeah, but ask him to come on. He don't go on the Breakfast Club because fuck the Breakfast Club because it's Charlamagne. No, that whole shit, the whole feud he had with Lakeith Stanfield, like boy, right. shut up. Mm-hmm. So I mean, you know, to, to, to the Breakfast Club, you know, we we wish you the best in all of everyone's endeavors. Um, I wish Angela you the best. Yeah. I hope she is hope, very sick. Her- no, 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 no. I don't wish ill on the niggas. I don't wish ill on them. I I'm mean, they saying, I specifically want her to be okay after this. 
I don't want this to I agree be the end you. of her career. I feel like Charlemagne's Unless trying to turn a corner. It to be the end of her career. Because it's been working a long time. Y'all don't feel if, like Charlemagne's trying to... If she wants it to be the end, then cool. That's different. Mm-hmm. Think, y'all don't think Charlemagne's trying to, to put a new narrative or change his imagery? Or maybe evolve from his past shenanigans? He don't want to get his ass beat no more, probably. Exactly. But also, um, <laughs> that's yeah, a great motivator. So, shift a little bit. Like I get what you're saying, because he's had some people on there, and it went surprisingly well. And I was like expecting it to be a whole fucking train wreck, and it was like, oh, he he dialed it back a bit. So like, yeah. Now listen, yeah, I get it, but I feel like man, the, sorry. Go ahead. My thing is, like, did he really change or did he realize what he can't talk about in public? Exactly. Because I, if I he's trying to be that. a different person to the public, but he's still himself behind the scenes, I'm not with that shit. Yeah. Like, yeah. as a woman, I wouldn't be able to tolerate that because non nigga actually do better to be better. If he is, then yeah, that's great. But at times, it's like, even if you change, like, bro, it's just too much. It, it's like it's already been too much. I, I I don't fully agree with that. Only in I agree if you want to be a better person, yeah, then definitely be genuine in your change. But when you're a radio or broadcast or media broadcaster, um, you're very, very culpable for what you say and put out into the world. So like these Fox News niggas that say off the wall shit and rile up people and whatnot, I don't care. Remain racist if that's your choice. Stop whipping up other people and making them racist. That you know is I mean? my mm-hmm. So, so, so sometimes I don't care if you actually change, but if you stop putting out negative uh, media scenarios and whatnot, if Charlemagne the God says, you know what, I feel how I feel, but let me not say this because now people will hold me accountable. I'm okay with that. Not saying he's a better person, but at least you, you stop with the dumb shit and putting out negative narratives. But I'm just like, Man, I don't like journalist people a lot, I've noticed, because they end up like, in order for them to get what they need to get out of you and stuff, then they tend to say what they feel they need to say to get that response or that information or that extra piece or whatever. And I'm like, you'll be wondering why you keep walking, looking over your shoulder all the time. Like, you make people want to punch the shit out of you. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to say something towards that. The fact is, they know what we look like. We don't know what they look like. And anybody can walk right up to you, do whatever to you. You piss off the wrong group of people. Again, they know what you look like. Listen, they, you they, know. They, they ran up on Charlemagne, whipped his ass right out in front of the radio. They got him on camera running away. Don't make me pull up that video because that's your pull, pull, pull it up. Pull it up. Pull it up. I think it's interesting. I think it's interesting what he's doing with the Black Effect Podcast Network because he's one of those people who's like, "Oh, um, y'all don't do nothing for the black community." And niggas was like, "Nigga, you don't do nothing for the black community except tear down our artists for views." So I think in that one way he may be trying to do better, but like, I don't know. We would have to see what the Breakfast Club looked like going forward before mm. we were like, he actually did something there. So well, the show isn't over. It's just she won't no, be on. She is legal. Right. Yeah. Okay. Right. Um, Charlemagne the God absolutely got caught slipping. 
Uh, oh, <laughs> they came. I, 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 I was, he looked. He hopped up fast though. Listen, that was really animated. He looked like what? Listen, <laughs> he, he, this is out front of the radio station. He, they came up behind him, cold cocked him from behind. I'm gonna run. I'm gonna run it back. He wasn't paying attention to his surroundings. Huh? What you like? Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's why he, you pay attention to your surroundings. And he knew not to fight. He said, "I'm out of here, buddy." Mm-hmm. Oh my god, the way he started looking around, like, oh no. <laughs> and they came back and, and, and he came back on the show the next day and talked about getting jumped. I mean he a brave man, I just <laughs> uh, I don't know. Yeah, well, what did what did he learn from the except to come out of the building and get directly into his car? <laughs> Tuffy, you <laughs> all I'm gonna say is. Don't run up on me like that. It's not going to go the way you You're think. not going to be able to run up on me like that. Uh-uh. I, 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 I keep the blicky on me. Anywho. Um, I can't stop laughing at this. Oh, my God. That, so, that always made me happy watching him get clocked upside his head after looking like Harry is George. It's like poetic in some way. I don't know. Did you snort laugh? Yes, she did. Yes, it's amusingly <laughs> funny. It brings her that much joy, and I fucking love it. I'm here for it. Um, so that's so so ends our hot topics for the evening. Um, we're gonna do a quick pivot, and then we're gonna come right back and uh, discuss some dope movie shit. Hey guys, what's up? It's Godfrey, and you guys are watching the Head Nerds in Charge. Watch them on all platforms. Better or else. <laughs> There's only one boss in this place, and that's me. The HNIC. Like the Breakfast Club, but for nerds. Groovy, who your role model? Who's it? Probably Charlemagne. <laughs> <laughs> that explains so much. Facts. Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> if Charlemagne is your role model, make better choices. Um, so, a very heated debate and discussion started in these nerdy streets on our platforms about if you wanted to put together a superhero team. Is that Simon Phoenix? Of black, <laughs> of Phoenix. black movie characters that are not mainstream superheroes they can't be a mainstream superhero that you only can pick one actor in his role that he played and you put together a core team that will be well balanced and dangerous what would you pick well for my personal team shame i picked shame from low down dirty shame to lead the team because any Negro that can make tennis ball fireballs, jump off buildings, and survive death-defying falls, and 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 totally dismiss Jada Pinkett Smith for an entire movie, only to realize she's a baddie by the end, and settle down without. It, it, he knew that, she was a baddie. It's just he met her too young, so he had that kid in the suck of his head. That's all. Oh, either way. He he made the right choices in the end. Yeah, because pieces was fine as hell, child. Um, my man Simon Phoenix from mm-hmm. Demolition Man. 
Listen, Tommy Phoenix, one of the most Tom badass villains ever. Ever. Fuck you. <laughs> All the paper kept coming out, man. Yeah. My, my I love Demolition Man. That's my shit. My man Curtis from Dead Presidents, because number one, he was a great tactician. And Curtis ain't give two shits. He was a badass short nigga. Um, you, for my paranormal guy, of course I had to go to Candyman, because black horror. <laughs> Max from Vampire in Brooklyn, just because is he's my Dorian Gray for my League of Extraordinary Negroes. Oh my god. Okay, I can dig that. Handyman for a little diversity so that we don't get hit with any um lawsuits. And of oh, course, wow. my heavy meteor man. Now that was my personal pick. And I kind of reached out to a bunch of different nerds and we had a discussion about who did I miss, who would they add in, who 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 would make a great addition to the team. They said I needed more women on the team, obviously. I fucked up there. Mm. But um, oh here here here, here y'all go. It's typical, but still, mm. we, right? But still, we frown. I'm sorry. Typical I picked. I, I picked what I wanted, though I did go back and I missed one person that I would absolutely swap handyman out for. But that's neither here nor there. I support the hand the handy capable folks. <laughs> Ladies. Which you won't. Right. <laughs> Who? <laughs> what? Why? <laughs> well, why you turn your chair? Because. Because what? Handy capable. What's wrong with being right? What's wrong with being handy capable? And they're wrong with it. They you love it. Say, you, you all right? Mm -hmm. All right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. <laughs> mm. All right. Um. Hmm. Head detective. You know what? Fuck you. <laughs> All right. What is a black What is a black superhero that might be missing from this list that y'all would add on? If y'all don't have any, um, we have a list of them. Um I'm trying to figure out what movie would make narrative sense to have all these niggas in it. I it know, right? Stop, stop. It does not have to make Wait sense. Wait a minute. Does it have to be an actual person or can it be an animation? Oh, no. No, it has to be an not actual person. Show no. Okay. Storm. I want to show enough in the book. It's a mainstream. I want show enough in Simon to be like the League of Doom. Like, Yo, you want to be the bad guys? <laughs> yes. Yeah. I, I, I need a, a super villain group too. Yeah, that no, would be great. With, with every superhero needs his nemesis. So. With Max from Vampire in Brooklyn, absolutely. Oh my Ooh. god! Oh, and Candyman. The that drip would be, so would be unreal. Listen, the drip never takes a back seat. Ever? Oh, Not never. Not with them. Not Bruce with Lord that fake actual love. power. Mm -hmm. Bruce Leroy would make a great addition to the team. He, he was a magical Negro. Oh, you know what? that fake illuminescent glow around him. Like that's the best the eighties could do. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, somebody else said that uh, we forgot. Oh my god, Mike Lowry. Oh my god, and Marcus. 
Mm. They would be the munitions experts, like Comic Relief. Why is Will yeah. Smith so? They wasn't even superheroes. That's what I'm but, saying. But, they, they, they don't have to be super. No, stop. Hawkeye's a superhero. Don't do that. Oh. All I'm oh. saying is Black Widow's a superhero. I feel like they're like the Groot and Rocket Raccoon of the group. Oh my yeah. god! Yeah. Martin Lawrence is yeah. fucking uh, Rocket. Right. Exactly. Will is Groot. Right, it's kind of like that, you know the the. the I'm buddy. mad because I can see it and now. I want it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm rude. When um, he finds out old dude got married, oh my god, I died. Somebody else Ooh. said Will Smith from iRobot with the bionic arm and the perfect ass mm. in the shower at the beginning. Woo. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm I don't know if that qualifies for him to be on the team. Yes, but the me. fuck it does, oh, sir. Oh, oh, all right, yes, ma'am. That ass could break. Bones and shit. Okay. <laughs> All right now. Um, <laughs> Jamie Fox from I don't know some movie that somebody suggested. I forget it looks what the. God awful. What is this? Oh, that's what... that new drone that's up on Netflix. That's that looks God awful. I don't remember. I haven't seen it yet. Oh, uh, what about Hancock? Bird say it, it definitely qualifies. Oh, Hancock wait, what about? Oh yeah, Hancock. Yeah, Hancock. That's that's all oh, Hancock is a heavy. That's a. Yeah, <laughs> he gotta be on the team. Yeah, yeah. y'all oh, thought God. it was a good way. I don't know if I want Hancock. Hancock is like Homelander, but black. I want that. <laughs> Not 100%. With a drinking problem. You just can't trigger him. Oh, my baby. Somebody said Morbius. Morpheus. Morpheus. That's what I said. God of Dreams. You said Morbius. The Dream World. You said no, it's because it's my Philly accent. That's my Philly nah, accent. Nigga, there was a B in that shit. Not a P, you, man. That's what we do. We say Philadelphia. Philadelphia. Stop. No. That don't even make sense. Let's just stop right now. So Jay says Spawn. Oh. Okay. No, no. Spawn is like a mainstream superhero. Oh yeah. Is that Marvel? It's not. It's like Dark Horse. No, it's Dark Horse. Dark Horse. Okay. So. From ABP. Trying to tell you, she kicked ass in that movie. I. I got all these movies. Yes. Yes, she did. I feel like the predator that protects her has to be added on. I don't want her by herself. That's her golem. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel like they 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 they're like a twosome. Like yes. um, yeah. like what's that black girl that 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 got the the magical Tyrannosaurus Rex? Wait, Moon Girl and the Devil yeah. Dinosaur? Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like that. It got to be on that type time. I'm with it. Who was that? Uh, Michelle Rodriguez in damn near anything. She's she, she's also, a bad bitch. also was a heavy. She was like my first real like lady crush. Where I was like, I would fuck her. Listen, yeah. the dog. Oh, shit. No, no, I would let her fuck me. Yeah, listen, that's and it would change it would my fucking go. world. Okay, that's how it would actually go. I say I would fuck her. Really, it would honestly. Ooh, be Marvin, that's a good one. Yeah, Jackson. Jackson, because he was amazing. Mm. Nice. He was fine as hell. Now we got. I know we got some niggas of a certain age. <laughs> now, now, she mind you, mind you, y'all got to keep in mind we're talking about non superheroes. These are not people who are, you know, not your typical. So I see your spectrums um, and your and your. Um, those are mainstream. What about shit? We doing all indie. Yes, and shout, shout out to whoever said uh, Black Dynamite because he's definitely got to be on the team. I don't know. Shaft wouldn't count with it. Yeah, Shaft absolutely would count. Okay. I don't know. I feel like Black Richard Roundtree would be able to lead the team. Though. 
I want Undercover Brother on there. Yes. <laughs> I, I feel like Undercover Brother would be a good. Well, idea. then Black Dynamite has to be on there. This is my and pick. his whole squad. Listen, mm-hmm. I feel Holly Berry from John Wick Three, but she got to have her two dogs because these motherfuckers. <laughs> in I still have not one. seen this. They did them dogs went in. That was Yo, good. You are missing a masterpiece. This was the one I wanted to see the most. Him with the dumbass horse and all that. Yo, no. Nah. This Don't was call on... the horse dumb. I yeah, because the they used animals. I ain't never seen an action sequence with dogs the way that they did. These two, the star of the shows were the animals. Okay. So you, um, you get that shit together. They um, made my chair feel like it was like I was riding on the horse because I saw it in 4D. That was fun. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It was um, like, I'm near. Blank man. He I could be... I, don't I, I, I feel like he, he's your tech guy. He's the guy in the chair. He's your guy in the chair. He makes sure you have all the... And he could do I, it on a budget. I feel like he's the weekend guy, though. Like, not huh? the Monday to Friday dude. <laughs> He's the after hours oh, weekend no. guy he's a, in the chair. He's he's a West he's Coast. He's a per diem. Right. <laughs> he's, he's kite float. man. He's the float. <laughs> oh, he is kite man. He's exactly kite man. He's, he's kite man. Mm-hmm. Black man was good though. He has some dope weaponry. It's just that his 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 weakness was orgasms. Mm-hmm. Or an erection. We're we're still not quite sure about that in the movie. I mean, no, not no, Terry absolutely not. Uh, y'all <laughs> he's y'all not don't like that's y'all don't like Terry Crews because he's your exactly. uncle Tom now. Fuck him. No, he's not in the right. Terry Crews. Yeah. All right, I get it. Terry Crews from The Expendables is now completely wiped from. Existence. We will trade him in for Jason fucking Statham. I would trade that nigga for Jet Li. <laughs> oh no, you the fuck right now. Nah, you absolutely right. You're Listen, right. I would trade him in from the bull from Kung Fu Hustle at this point. <laughs> um, I forget her name. Zoe Saldana. Yeah, I already you got to say it like that because I'll be fucking it up. Gamora. Mm-hmm. Yes, Gamora. Thank you, lovely. Um, and I think this is from um, Colombiana. Colombia. Thank. See, y'all on fire. Oh, I didn't I, see that. That's why I fucked It's with such y'all. a guilty pleasure movie for me. I love it's it. Mm-hmm. Um. Oh, come on, y'all. Can I tell you? Listen, I, let me tell you enough. something. Every, every, everyone, she won't fuck. Cleo would have got my heart, and so I'd have been the bitch that was with her to the very end. Bro, I didn't money for her. Bro, Bro. Cleo would have had my heart and soul, baby. I didn't know what lesbians were until I saw Cleo, and I was like, You can like girls, that's the thing. <laughs> every bitch that she had in that movie was bad as fuck, man. Well, Especially that short hair so shit. Fine. Man. I thought she only had one. I don't remember her cheat. I remember her being yeah, a, she's like the one. The yeah, one she, the she was faithful. Oh, it was the same mm-hmm. one the whole time? Yeah, don't put yeah. that on Cleo. Cleo no, I'm sorry, that's my bad. I thought she had a little... No. Anyway... <laughs> For real, I, just I was like, surprised. you allowed to like girls? I didn't know you was allowed to like Hell girls. yeah, wow, especially wow, wow. that big mm-hmm. energy that she, man. Oh, I yeah. just like Cleo because she was highly intelligent. She's the reason why the um they didn't get snitched on, because she took yeah. the driver's license. Yeah. And when she tapped her pocket, like, hey, look, bitch. I got I, mm-hmm. I, I, I like that, that perfect blend of thug, but not stupid. 
Right. I feel like she'd be the one who ran off on her own and got like yeah. fucked up. Like she'd be a hothead or something. Um, Denzel Ooh, Washington from Eli. the book of Eli. Yeah, he was a bad Ooh. motherfucker. This, this right here, this your Hawkeye. Mm-hmm. No, no. <laughs> this your Hawkeye. Nah, nah, that's a daredevil. <laughs> Thank you, oh, love. Yeah, yeah that's yeah, a daredevil. That's definitely daredevil. Yeah, Come on, I have pride. Yes, love. you are Oh, the Night Wolf said it. Sassy, you're so, oh my God, yes. Water time, my Thank Damie. You, Water time. Listen. Yo, that, he cold me down on the panty side. He a cold, bad Damie. <laughs> Hit that belt. He going to beat you with it and uh, make him say, uh, is going to play in the background while he do it. That nigga can block no. bullets with a ponytail. If I'm he not. can put a bowl of milk and or cream next to my dough when I'm being thirsty as fuck, I will die. Have to- <laughs> I'll be Listen, a thirsty you, you want the milk? Listen. Ooh, I like I'm literally too. going to be fucking Biggie Shorty one of these days. I'm going to do a closet cosplay as her. I don't, <laughs> now, now, ladies, y'all got to let me know. I don't know if Steel counts. Even though it wasn't DC's... It wasn't supposed to be DC's version. But... I don't know. First of all, Steel is a terrible movie. I don't. I don't know what you're talking about. Steel, <laughs> Shaquille O'Neal, Steel. He Are you fucking like... kidding me? You're joking me, right? You're you're you're, you're fucking with. Shawnee said Ike Turner. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> all right, Shawnee, it's about time you're going to bed, beloved. If all that, then put Joe Jackson in there. He's whooping more yeah. asses. Also that. Hold on. And Chris Brown, bitch. Hold on. Not Chris Brown. Wait a minute, bitch. You don't you, you're not familiar with Steel, the uh, fucking Shazam. It's oh no, Kazam, Kazam. 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 Sorry, yeah. it's it, no, it's all right. It, it, either way, nobody, <laughs> I don't know because that was like a big ass genie, and you can't, you know, when you fuck with you genie, I just remember genie. his stupid ass in the shower scene where he's like. Eh. Oh my god! <laughs> I hated that movie. Taffy, you don't remember this? What? Steel. That's like some weird, far recessed memory I am accessing right now, nigga. <laughs> like I do not remember that. Oh, like I remember this image. I do not remember this movie at all, though. You don't remember Shaq and Steel? That was, it was so god he fucking was, awful. It was. He so was bad. in a movie called Steel. It was that. so. Oh, bad. This is like Ray J's for one of Ray J's first movies. Oh wow, that is oh. Ray J. Look at him. That's exactly why I don't remember. It was it. so bad. Yes. Yeah, it was terrible. All right, all right. Well, I, I, listen. This is like who let Shaquille O'Neal rap? Who let him do these movies? I, who, I, 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 you can't stand the rain. Is a classic. It is. It is. No, I, I agree with you. He's not the best rapper, but you can't stand the rain is an absolute classic. I gotta go listen to that and come back. What you can't because stand no the rain. him and Biggie. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I, I'll listen. I'll. He was in a song with Biggie. Yeah. Sir Nightwolf said he looking like a great value RoboCop. Thank you. <laughs> I mean, yeah, he does. He definitely does. Whew. All right, y'all. Um, and so ends <laughs> <laughs> our our movie superhero debate. 
Um, whatever your team is, just be happy that we had some black representation throughout right. the years enough to be able to put together a superhero team. Listen, Whether, we have good guys and bad guys. Bad Look guy. at us hey, go. One day we might have to do like a whole compilation. I wouldn't mind seeing that the the, the Negro verse. Um, mm -hmm. Oh wow! I'm just saying, whatever makes it work. Uh, but moving on to our main topic. Marvin Burwell said Brobo Cop. Bro Cop. He's the only police officer that still gets pulled over. Wow. Only this time he's bulletproof. So he's good. This is episode 199. Beat the black off of him. I came across this in the social media streets. An amazing social artists who honestly i just think that um real tunes at real underscore tunes on instagram uh davian is he he's always insightful and humorous and his his artwork always sparks a very interesting conversation one in which that spilled over into our chat and we had one hell of a heated debate before we even got onto this show um for those listening on the podcast, what's currently being depicted is two pictures. One picture is of a slave with whip marks on his back being beaten by a whip and a slave master's white hand. The next picture is a black hand holding a belt, a broken vase, and a wall that has been drawn on with crayons or magic markers. A little black boy in the corner crying because apparently was being depicted as their guardian or their parent just gave them a spanking. And the question is asked, is there a difference between the white slave owner that used to beat the black slave to make him obedient and a black parent who beats his black child to make him obedient so it's fitting to get heavy in this motherfucker y'all and uh you know usually we all key key and jokes but um i'm too old for this shit i want to first go to the parents of the crew um i don't have no kids but i have absolutely raised a lot of my brothers and sisters in my lifetime. Sassy currently doesn't have children that we know of. No, I'm being terrible. If I had kids and Sean ain't know about somehow at this point. Sassy said, I don't have kids that I know about. Nigga, the fuck? Right. <laughs> I ain't birthed them. Yeah, yeah she, she put her plan B in the. Never mind. Um, <laughs> it don't go in there. <laughs> it's a dangly thing in the back. We already established this early on. Don't worry, love. Um, love, as a parent, two. It's a twofold question. Number one, do you still believe in corporal punishment and child rearing? Number two, would you think there's a comparison between the way the slave master beat black slaves for obedience and the way a black parent? beats their children for obedience you could take either question first uh no i don't believe in it uh and so you don't spank your child yeah. not anymore 
Mm. So you're a reformed. I'm a reformed. Spanker. Yes. Okay. Um, now, I was blessed with the child that I have. Mm-hmm. So I can only speak to my experience and the kind of child she is. She doesn't require more than comprehension. And I had to learn that because if you just smack her, she's just going to flinch when she does the thing. But if you help her understand why she's not to do the thing, she can make a conscious choice and not do it. She prefers it that way. And that's honestly what I didn't think would happen until later on in her age. But because of the kid she is, I knew that at that point, spanking her was just traumatizing her at that point. She didn't want to be honest about how she felt. If she was angry with me, she was like, well, she'll hit me if I tell her that I'm angry. Like, it started to become toxic because it wasn't just for punishment. She don't know the difference. All she knows is mommy hits me and I don't know when it's going to come. Yeah, You know what I'm saying? So that's why I don't believe in it because there are so many precautions that should be taken before you even raise your hand or anything to harm your child. The problem is 99% of the time you're in a place of anger and not thinking clearly because your own shit's on your mind and now you're the one who's in power and control and that little child can't do nothing to you so when you strike them, it's not because of what they're doing in that moment. It's because of how you felt leading up to it. It takes okay. a certain kind of self-awareness and all that other shit. So it, it, it's just too much to consider to even entertain it as a common source of punishment. So that's why I don't believe in it. I do see the parallels as far as your second question. I do see the parallels. Okay. But I think the Bible and Christianity is more the reason why it's such a stigma in the black Right, so it's a staple, not a stigma, because too staple. many people still. No, yeah. like you're right. A staple. You're right. All right, Taffy. Same question. Uh, no, I do not beat my son. I have no spankings. Um, I think I may have once when he was smaller, but um, for those who are regular viewers on the show here, y'all know my son have autism. Um, and I've also had to like come to terms with the type of parent I want to be and the type of parent that my child needs me to be. Um, I've come to, I've come to like a realization that there, there aren't really like bad children. <laughs> like if your child, Shit. no, cause like there are willful say that again there isn't what there are no i don't believe in like bad children she your children your children can be willful your children can be spiteful they can like you know what i'm saying like they can have like maybe yeah. bad attitudes but a lot of that is a reflection of your parenting or lack thereof mm-hmm. or the environment that they grow up in your children don't come out the womb just bad they i like, agree i they agree don't, they they're not born on this earth 
and sprout devil horns out of their fucking head. Your children didn't come into this world to make your life difficult. You made the conscious choice to bring a life into this world and maybe brought it into a situation that you had no bring business bringing a life in. And now this life have to adapt and grow and change with these fucked up ass, traumatized ass genes that you're not willing to work through as parents. And then you wonder why you're... We wonder why your seed yields spoiled fruit. So at what point at what point do they stop? So if there's no bad children, if there's no such thing as a bad you said you don't believe in bad children, right? So there's no such yeah. thing as bad children. Right. I just there are children who need understanding. It's bad upbringing. When does yeah, accountability come in for a child? Like it's bad rearing. Wait, 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 wait. There are good parents and bad children. I'm not saying your children can't grow up to be bad people or that uh-huh. make conscious choices. No, no, no. But she's See, talking yeah. about as a kid who can't make that conscious choice. Right, That's as a kid that don't. There that... are minors for a reason. So they, wait, like, no, no, no. There are minors. Age. There are minors with really good parents that do. Amazingly, you think they yeah, have really good parents? You know, I mean, there are, you know, it, so it, okay, I would say that's the exception and not the rule. But but that but that's why you can't use a blanket statement like there are no bad kids. Well, if you well, want to go into it not being a blanket statement, then technically we shouldn't be talking about this because every parent is different and how they want to raise their every kids. Every child is different. But if we're talking about our opinions, then. No, that's not true. We can absolutely have the discussion because we're talking about whether or not corporal punishment is a is a, a viable use against child rearing. And that so would it, be a so, different so, opinion so if for you, every so, parent, would it not? So, so, so if you say yes, in my opinion, it is, then fine. That it, it, that's your opinion. But you can't make the you can't make the blanket statement that there is no bad children. So and I you can't. Well, in order for your actions no, to be bad, you bad have to be consciously aware exactly. of it. And that comes up. from some kind of influence. Like I said, children not born bad, there's something it's that influences that behavior and that mentality. There's a root cause at the yeah, So when do they get, when does accountability happens. kick in for a child? When they can make a conscious choice. Well, yeah, when right they can start. Oh. Right. Like see, a conference. And what if that's if they're a minor? But see, that's the problem that I have in general with society as a whole is that we're willing to hold people accountable as soon as they turn 18. It's like, oh, you have to take accountability for this thing. But then at the same token, we can acknowledge that a kid could have a terrible upbringing that calls for their shitty behavior as an 18-year-old that can now go to jail. So why is that not factored into the situation? Because if like you're involved with mental health, which I'm sure they have that they should have that on legal systems, to know that like that's how that shit literally works. But, but that's what I'm saying. Hold on, and, and Marvin makes a, an excellent point. You could be an active, involved, <laughs> and very loving parent. That don't mean and, you don't make mistakes, though. Just but, but, because but, you sassy, but, 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 but you could be doing what you're supposed to do to rear a child, and they could get in with other kids that are not in that environment and be influenced and still do bad things and still become bad people. The no, thing is, as a writer, so just there's no way to analyze that up to a certain age. Then that child is making that conscious choice to continue under that bad influence. 
How y'all keep saying good parents and bad parents? The thing is, like, who was anybody to determine exactly? Cassie, what you, a can, you can you can make that. Parent. I'm talking about we're talking about a standard. It's just it's just a standard. Yeah. Well, okay. Well, whatever you want to call it. Just, well, no, just, it's, 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 it's literally a standard because it has to be a bar. Otherwise, then no discussion could be at because every so bad parent might be good. Way, and let's good go back on bad. track to the whole subject. But that is it's like, no, no, no. That I is didn't start to question this whole thing with the whole beating thing far as my opinion on that until the one day when I had somebody who was a little more like sane on the situation in the uh, vehicle when this conversation was had. We were talking about like getting our ass whooped when we were younger on the way to a holiday party and it's like ha ha we were laughing about the shit but then he's looking at us our one co-worker because he's white and an anomaly in the situation it was like what like are you guys like laughing about getting beatings you're calling them beatings and at first i was like you being over dramatic but when i went and analyzed how he broke it down and thought about that shit for a minute i was like well damn that is kind of fucked up when you think about it <laughs> yeah. i mean and then on top of that, also, I think it's unfair because it's you using your power that you have authority and you have the upper hand in the situation. So that person can't even attack you back if they feel the way about it. I think that's fucked up. Yep. I, I, you, are, you are literally hitting and beating on a person who you know won't do shit to you. What does that tell me about you? Who you know you... can't do shit to you. Not won't, but can't. Because if we beat grown adults for what they did, it would be a crime. It I is. think it's, it's I think it's I, I think it's a multi-layered discussion in that everybody has their own specific opinions about what proper child rearing is and what it isn't. Um I, I kind of get the consensus that everybody here agrees that so, corporal pun- I'm, hold on, I'm not done. I'm not done. I, I I mean, I'm not, hold on. We let Sassy talk. I just want to interject this because there's three opinions on, on the same vein. There's three opinions on the same vein. And I'm not saying I disagree with anything that y'all are saying, but there are people who feel like, one, Love said it earlier, there's a religious aspect. Um, people use the Bible oftentimes to justify a lot of interesting behaviors. Um, one of it being discipline in one of the scriptures is spare the rod, spoil the child. A lot of people take that translation and use it to mean as a literal rod when, when you do more research. It's actually talking about the rod of discipline. It's not talking about actually beating your child with a rod. It's talking about utilizing the standard of discipline to rear your child. Right. (laughs) And I just wanted to clarify that for anybody that wants to use the Bible as a a child friend. You they parents. So. Yeah. Right. Um, So some people use the Bible. Some people say, well, my parents beat me and look how I turned out. I turned out well. Trauma. Um, Trauma. I, I, I turned out well. Uh, I'm going to repeat that same pattern because I know it works. Okay, Tef, please finish your point. I just wanted to throw those two caveats out there. I mean, listen, e- either way, it, it, it this isn't going to end up being a circle jerk conversation where everybody just feels like, oh, okay, well, we're not going to talk about the other side of things. Done. And the, I mean, uh, I, I could feel the way I feel mm-hmm. about it, but you were right. You were able to feel the way you feel about it, too. <laughs> So to finish my point, no, I, I don't think spankings are necessary, especially not in this day and age. Where, um, 
And I do think, however, I do think there's a difference between those two photos <coughs> because of the generational trauma aspect. And ADOT says, I think poorly administered corporal punishment is abuse. I, <laughs> that is such, an, that's such a, a nuanced thing to say. Um, so, I hate saying the term devil's advocate. Also, I, I am a direct product of physical abuse. Like, I didn't get ass with it. I got I got the shit kicked out of me. My dad, I I one of my bruises, scratches, cuts, all that shit. One of my most vivid memories is my dad uh pinning me to the ground and literally beating the dog shit out of me. And my mother for you know, she we we grew up in a very religious household. Mm. Um I was a six foot one kid at 13 and 14 years old, she was a single mother and she did what she was taught. Um, whatever was closest, that's what was utilized. I've been hit with everything from wire hangers to brooms, the extension cords. I say all that to say um, corporal punishment only made me more adept at hiding my behavior and lying. I became very, very efficient at avoiding discipline and not really learning from my actions. Um, I had a lot of dope influences and a lot of spiritual influence that kind of helped me work through that later on. I really don't think beating me ever really helped me. And one of the most empowering things I've ever done in my life was the first day that I grabbed my mom's hand and I said, you're not hitting me no more. This shit's gonna stop. Like, we I'm just I'm I'm just I'm not fucking with this no more. I'm too big. You you just you just not gonna beat me up. That and, image in my head, like I'm just like that would be Antoine Fisher. Some, <laughs> like like genuinely, but my experience is not like I, I'm almost positive all of us have had that moment, or at least anybody that grew up in the 80s and 90s where you were like enough is enough you know we we say it in the comedy skits and in the shows where he's like the first time i grabbed a belt or the first time like to teffy's sassy's and goddess's point i just don't feel like you should attack anything that can't defend itself back yeah that part if your intention is attacking yes now can you instill corporal punishment with love though can you hit with love I, I, I listen. I, I know. Can you hit with love? Maybe a little pops because babies just like cry about everything. So if you be like, they gonna be like, ah, and it's not I, really I was about be. to say, your child is hand, headed towards the stove, an open flame. My my instinct is to smack the bullshit. I'm 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 telling you. <laughs> I, I, what the fuck is you about to do? <laughs> that's my. That's literally my. Or to grab them. And yoke them yeah. up. That's not a form of discipline. That's kind of a reaction. But we, are, are you against any kind of physical aggression? 
if you're doing it out of the fact that you pissed off at the moment, then that definitely is like automatic no. Because you can't just be reaching out and slapping the shit out of people because you irked, which is usually what it seems to be for it. But see, this is it really? This room's dirty. I got a problem with that. Why the fuck it ain't clean? Smack like. But that goes back to Addison's comment. Misuse of corporal punishment is abuse. I, so here's my thing, right? <laughs> I ain't raised no person, so I don't really like y'all know if it's necessary anyway. All the way, I think you could probably because it's just like with animals, you're not supposed to hit them either when you're training them and stuff because it builds up this anxiety. And them or something like that, to where they now we're gonna be fearful of you in other ways because they're not understanding exactly. Yeah, but it's okay for your child to be afraid of you, though. Um, they use shot collars. I don't know what you're talking about. I mean, but they're saying, cool but that people, people they're cool are saying that there's an argument to say that that is abuse. And That's some and some cruelty. people say it keeps the dog in the yard. But if they got caught doing that shit, they would go to jail. Not for a shot collar. No, what are you talking about? They sell shot collars in Walmart. But I'm saying, if you put a shot collar on a child, you people call it CPS. Well, I understand that if you put it on it, you might not. You might get away with it. With you a child. can't do that. I'm just, I'm just. No, what I'm saying is, there are levels to discipline. Like, no, you should not roll up a newspaper and hit an animal. No, you should not take your closed fist and hit an animal. But they actually sell products where it inflicts discomfort. So just to because they sell behavior. stuff for it, that you going to feed into it? No, it, no. What I'm saying is that. that so just because it's, it's, it's proven, option, it's, it's, you know, it's proven it, that discomfort does teach you how to behave a certain kind of way. But when you for act how up in church, long before they snap the fuck out and be like, "I ain't doing it no more"? But not not every child does that, sassy. Not every person does that. How do you know that though? Because society keeps running. That old what? So just because they keep running, if it never mind. But the, nobody, you said they don't. How do I know that they not snap out? Because society keeps going. It's, but just because it's still going, don't mean there's a large population of people who were dysfunctional, like the people that we end up running into and dating, who got shit wrong with them. But then, uh, but that's the whole point. It's it's a, a large population, and then there's a large population that's not. It's no, it's not any one thing. And that's what that's where I like we're in the argument. Is there a barometer? Is there a place for it anywhere? Or is it no, all of it needs to be cut off? So for me, when, no. I think, I so think for like you can do it without any corporal punishment, none like no kind of physical harm, like whatsoever. Like it can be done, period. Um, like it can be for sure. Like, you do what you want to do. I don't care. Because it's not going to be my kid that's having whatever going on with it. But for me personally, I choose not to. So. And His face. <laughs> <laughs> this to the blank stare. Is he frozen? <laughs> you gotta be. <laughs> That was the perfect time for that to happen, though, with the just like, but why? Now he definitely, <laughs> he definitely froze because I took him out and he's still looking just like that. That, dis <laughs> that disapproval stare in the space. We made it infinite. Yeah. 
Oh, I think the the internet went out where they are. Um, to say I like, is there a place for it? I think, like you said, Stacey, like a little pop on the hand for babies, yeah. or for yeah, Hannibal. For Hannibal, I would like, I would go like this, like mommy's gonna pluck you because yeah. I don't want you to do this thing. But it was more to get his attention to be yeah. like, this thing that you are doing is dangerous. Yeah. Do not continue forward. Um, but I, even yeah, looking like, back, even looking back on it now, I don't think it was totally necessary. Is it a lot harder to do it the other way? Absolutely. Yeah, because like it's a lot harder to do it the other way. Sometimes but, people just be tripping and they go overboard. Personal moment, like. I'm not going to exactly put all of out there, but at some point throughout my babysitting history, I tried to touch a grill or something like a stove, a grill, something real hot when I was younger. They mm. thought that for whatever fucking reason that it was a good idea to burn me. Like, and I still have this little cigarette scar burn. What? You can't all the way see it from in here because this thing be phasing stuff out. But yeah, because they wanted me to get the message that it's hot. So, like, shit like that. That's an example of people going so wait, extremities. <laughs> wait, they burned you or allowed you to burn yourself? Oh, no, they burned me because they wanted me to know that the fire's hot. Duh. Exactly. That? that was a whole situation in itself that, of course, got handled because no. my mom don't play. But also, like, yeah, like, there are people who just go overboard and it's like, what the, but why? Yeah. <laughs> that that's different because I think I I do stuff like that sometimes where I'm like, hey dog, you gonna get hurt if you do that. Mm-hmm. Hey bro, you gonna like, come here? Don't do that. Because they need that sometimes, some kind of gesture. Just like, even with animals, sometimes, like, you do gotta be, like, oh, pop so they get it, but you can't, you don't gotta kick them and punch them and toss them across the room in order for them to get the message of the thing. So, okay, I can, I get that aspect of it if we're trying to include those aspects into the situation that maybe they could be necessary sometimes. Possibly, but I don't know if my kid would be able to do without that because maybe my kid might be one of them kids that they don't need all of it. Well, uh, and then like we're raising a different generation of children. Like where I realized sometimes getting spanked wasn't the worst thing that could happen to me. Like I remember my mom yelling in my face and telling me she fucking hated me. Yeah. Like, to my face, I hate you. I never want to fucking see you again. That was more damaging than any spanking I ever got. Yeah, so, yeah, words could definitely (laughs) be a bigger thing because that was the part for me that was more triggering for me as I started to get, like, from the age of uh, 12 and up was the words because it's like you were not letting me have an input on anything, which is in return ended up, like, um reflecting in how my interactions are now with relationships and stuff like that as far as me trying to listen because I don't want to listen to nobody because I'm tired of having to listen all the time and never say anything. Exactly. And I'm at a point now, especially, like I said, I have a special needs child where I'm learning all these things only cause him trauma 
and it's making me reflect on the fact that this was probably really fucking traumatic for me too and like mm-hmm. a lot of the times all a dangerous situation needs is for you to de-escalate it for you to be calm and actually like remove the dangerous thing um Or remove the child from the dangerous thing without all the screaming and yelling and hooping and hollering. Like you, we don't have to keep traumatizing our children just because. Oh, that's what happened. Or sometimes it may not be avoidable. Like Mm -hmm. Hannibal fell off of something, and I was like, "God, dog! I told you not to climb up on that." But me screaming at him was not gonna make him less fell off of that shit. (laughs) And he was already hurt and crying. So we had a conversation after he calmed down about <laughs> AEO. You remember how I kept telling you that was dangerous? Yes. Are we going to do that anymore? No. No. Okay. All right. Listen. Listen. But what he didn't need for me in that moment was me being like, I told you not to fucking do this now. Look at your dumb ass. Exactly. Like, like, I already feel stupid, man. I'm injured. Yeah. <laughs> already crying and what and seeking comfort at that point and mm. we supposed to be like like men always be like you gotta be my peace like the only person's peace i need to be is my fucking child like i'm supposed to be the place where my child comes for comfort <laughs> for advice <Yes>. for security <laughs> for confidence and like if like you said like you and i were talking earlier like if your mom is the person who cussing at you, yelling at you, beating on you, like my mother and I have a good relationship now, and but didn't for years. Because why? Oh, well, if I bring this problem to her, she's going to be dismissive, which is which can be hurtful. She's going to yell at me, which is traumatic, or she is going to beat me, which is traumatic and fucking hurtful. Yeah, yeah both of them. So for years, my mom would be like, why you don't talk to me? Bitch, you're not a safe place. You are not a safe place for me to go. Yeah, I did that part. I it was confusing a little bit for me because I had this thing going on to where like my mom made me feel like I could come talk to her, but then at the same token, there was a mix of when I couldn't because it might result in something else with certain things. And I would have to like weigh out the pros and the cons and be like, can I with this thing? Can I not with this thing? So now, even to this day, I'm still a little confused as to what stuff's like all right to conversate with and not going to be problematic mm-hmm. later versus what stuff's going to cause her to go into a tangent of trying to pull other things out of it and possibly make the situation worse. And that's, and that's what I'm saying. Like, bruh, like, like I said, uh, it's different now. And my mom is on this whole like enlightened kick where she is now um, having to learn where why she don't like my grandmother (laughs) and why all those things that my grandmother did to her how Mm -hmm. that affected her and she haven't totally come around to the part where she has put has probably inflicted damage on where she has inflicted damage on her children because Mm -hmm. of it but like she the I, I'm there, and um, <laughs> it, it's it's a pro it, it's a progress. It's a progress. Yeah, I, yeah. One of the things I said earlier in the chat, my brothers got beatings all the time. 
all mm-hmm. the time because they were just different. Me and my sisters got beaten, and we were like, fuck that. Absolutely <laughs> not. Like, but my brothers got beatings all the time. Get beating your children, like Kurt said, it didn't make them better people. It Especially them- boys, it seems. They laughed that off after a while. Well, also, when you couple it in with toxic masculinity, where you have to learn, oh, well, you boys don't cry. You just got to swallow that pain. You got to eat that and be a man and oh, all yeah, that. And, and that then we wonder thing. why these men, like, just don't have no feelings. That or- breaks my heart when I see that out on the bus or whatever, and a mom's yelling at her son, being like, stop crying. Stop crying, because little boys oh, yeah. don't do that and all of that shit in their face. And I'm like, oh, you making them sad, first of all, because you don't sound nice. You've been yelling at him, dragging him off the bus. His little legs can only move, but right. so fast. He like three. Like, <laughs> <laughs> damn. Yo, and it's like, hey, bro, like, <laughs> you got to calm down. But I think somebody in the comments said it. Let me scroll back and go back through these comments. I'm being a bad, bad host. Hang on. Yeah, oh y'all. yeah, we gotta read your comments. We uh, we trying to multitask. We, <laughs> we so into so into the uh conversation. Um, yeah. all right. So, Sir Night Wolf says, "Do as I say, not as I do," is a piss poor excuse for bad parenting. Yo, so okay. Gotcha. I this is dismissive, but I feel bad because I do it. Because my son has autism, he don't. He is not in a place where he can like grasp the concepts I'm trying to like oh, well, yeah, I'm trying to give him. So like sometimes I have to be like you if you don't understand it, that's fine, but you do have to listen to me. So mm-hmm. I so See I, what I mean they don't want us to be great. Shut <laughs> you just slide and tell about somebody don't want you to be great. Listen, to be Mark- great. that's right. Zuckerberg oh, said, what? Y'all finna stop beating y'all kids and raise another enlightened <laughs> generation? Absolutely not. Absolutely <laughs> not. Absolutely. Whoop that trick. Uh, oh whoop that God. trick. Stop it. I just need room. Right. This the way you freeze the I was listening. Face. I was listening. Yes. Y'all got all into the fields. and you know, Yes. Absolutely. You should tell boys they should cry. Yo, I <laughs> Marv said I had to reset the circuit breaker in the house, bro. I definitely had to reset the internet. Like, yo, what the fuck is going on? I was having Ooh, a fit. They done burnt out the electricity at your house. I thought my mom heard me talking shit and was like, oh, for real? <laughs> 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 That's something my mom would do. Yeah. <laughs> um, it, the double back, because I don't want to pivot on what y'all were talking about. Because you were talking about good stuff. I just want to add in the caveat of (sighs) I do not believe I need to beat my child. I didn't have to beat any of my siblings, even though I I I ain't going front. Like raising up my brothers and sisters, I'll never forget the one. I could not hit my sister. I I was not allowed to hit my sister. Um, what I did do was I used to make her hold books. She would have to hold her arms out like and hold books and stand on one leg. Oh, and no. I'll <laughs> never forget. I'll never forget her crying. So and I felt so bad. I only did it once. 
and I never did it again. And she's been getting away with murder ever since. My, my stepdad <laughs> used to do one of my stepdads did stuff like that to my brother. That's absolutely abuse. That's torture. Mm-hmm. <laughs> torture. Hey, this is the whole subject. They, look, bro, <laughs> for those that are not familiar with real tunes, definitely go check this brother out on Instagram. Check him out on all the social media. Always impactful conversations. Shouting him out one more time because I want to give credit where credit is due because this conversation wouldn't be had without this particular piece of artwork. Again, um, the comparison to child rearing and the abuse of slavery being compared. Um, The slave owner would whip the slave to teach him obedience and to always instill dominance. And I feel like parents... And, some, and and it's always weird how they kind of gloat to each other after a good whipping. Like, yeah, he thought he 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 he, 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 he was too scene. he was acting too grown. That's one that I hear. Like, you know, they was acting too grown, but you know, I wore that ass out. That always seemed weird to me. You know what I mean? Like, why would you gloat or like high five after beating the shit out of your offspring? Mm-hmm. That's a good question. Right. But I mean, but it you know generationally, it was just something that not only happened, but we were so accustomed to it that we just I mean there was a few kids in the hood that would call CPS on their parents, but that was like the thing. Don't you call because because what is the threat of telling someone that you're being abused? Because once you because once they leave, I'm gonna beat you even worse than before. Oh no! Oh, oh, you get the option to no. It was pack your shit and get out. Mm-hmm. As we saw in Atlanta, that one episode that he did, which was why he did it to put out into the air too on his thoughts and opinions on that whole subject matter. But yeah, <laughs> yes, because everybody and, and right. was so it's, confused by that. But. It is some parents. It's not all parents. Not all black parents beat their kids. But a great majority of them in my generation. Because they came with that trauma load that was slammed slammed down on them from their parents and their parents' parents and so on and so forth. So so then let me ask you. I was going to say, my grandma, even I've had to tell my mom, my mom be like, oh, you need to smack his little legs. And I was like, I I was like, no, I don't. And don't you hit my child either. I remember that I, I, my mom used to be like, "Don't you put your hands on my child?" But where am I? I can put my hands where, on my child. Where yeah, am I? I don't know how I feel about that, and that's real sad to say out loud. Like, I don't know if I want unsupervised babysitting because I don't know if that's going to be integrated into it, and I'm not okay with that. That's another Listen, reason I, I ain't worried about I, having no kids. I told my parents, I was like, "Do not hit my child. Don't." Like, not to say that I would do anything back, but I was like, don't, I was like, you, you don't want nobody hitting on you. Do mm. not hit my child. I think it's just a product of frustration. Yeah. Like, and, and laziness. Like, it is so much easier to smack writing. the shit out. This is so easier, it's so much easier to smack the shit out of your child than confront the actual root problem of what's going on. 
you frustrated because the child not listening the child don't understand they just infatuated with this thing that they want to do that may or may not be dangerous or maybe it's just annoying to you but rather than being like okay well this is what the actual problem is let let's do something different to address it it's uh sit down and shut up Listen, you think you spend two years teaching babies how to walk and talk, and then the rest of their life telling them to sit down and shut the fuck up? What kind but of that's, also, that, that's a funny though. comedian's joke? Like, my um, mom whooped my ass to get me to Tinkberg, clean my room. That did not work. Tink, Tinkberg says, I guess I was one of the lucky ones. My parents always talked to me first, engaged me to see if I understood why I was getting a beating. Um, so it's interesting about communication. Um, I used to get talked to a lot. I came from a household that yelled a lot, like a lot, a lot. Yelled so much to the point that even me now as a 40-year-old man, it triggers the hell out of me when anyone raises their voice to me. I have a natural reaction to become defensive and or aggressive back. And even... You ever see that? What's that meme where the little boy's all beat up, but his words written all over his face, and they said words hurt just as much as a belt does? Yeah. Like, it's always interesting me to multiple forms of abuse. Now, if you don't use the rod, do you use aggressive tones with children? You can be firm without being aggressive. How does that look? You take a firm tone of voice or you redirect them into doing something else. You don't have to like like I said er, like I said earlier while y'all were off, some of the most the most traumatic thing was my mother screaming at me in my face telling me that she hated me and never wanted to see me again, that I was such a fucking disappointment. I was an ungrateful little bitch for not wanting to fucking live with her. That hurt me more than Anytime my mother ever raised her hand to me, mm-hmm. yeah. now, especially well, when you your mom that, ever uses not... the B word, because I but that hurt me. To me too. What about that you, love? Hurts Have more you... than anything. Do you raise your voice? I don't have to. Okay, like okay. honestly, when... not your experience, yeah. Nah, like. With my kid, the only time I've ever raised my voice is if she was, like, far away from me and she needed to hear what I was saying. But, like, what Teffy said as far as a firm choice, it's not like, oh, I'm about to fuck you up. It's, ayo, be aware and alert that I'm calling you. There is a difference. And it all has to do with intention. If your intent is to show off in front of your friends and family, like, oh, I got this nigga on lock, it's going to come off different than... You about to hurt yourself, chill out. I'm just saying. Yeah. So in the moment, if it sounds really loud or whatever and it scares her, she's at a point now where she's like, Mommy, why did you yell at me? But that's because I can talk to her now. As as a kid, as like a child, like I, I don't do like, you know, I, I'll do that. But I don't think that's aggressive. That's just warning. Yeah. You know what I'm no, saying? I also, yeah. And I, like I said earlier, it, it, it's I'm fun- sorry. I, it's funny because I don't know. I kind of knew that this conversation would have unpacked some shit because we got to talk about our, our, our life's experience. But I never thought about this before until you said it, Tef. But I always, because I, like, 
and and forgive me if, if if at any point in this conversation I overstep, you can always reel me back in. Um, I see the relationship that you and your mom have now, and I'm and I'm like, wow. I would like I I look <laughs> I look at your mom and I'm like, I could never see that. Like she's such a sweetheart to me. But also, also human being. I tell. I mean, sassy. Don't do that. No, because that's what everybody say about Angelina. Let me get let, let, let me get the shit. Out. I know. Let me, let me get the shit out. So, like, there's been other times where my mom has heard things that I've said on this show, and she'd be like, I didn't say that. I didn't do that. And I'm like, Yes, she did, actually. It's a very prominent memory in my mind. Yes. The tree remembers, the axe forgets. But oh, that's a great line. But it's interesting for me. No, no, no. It's something that I realized about me. My mother and father absolutely said some of the most hurtful things that I've ever had said to me in my life. And I mean, like, that shit that cuts you deep. But I always tried to do what I was supposed to as a son, at least what I felt like was right in my head, and still being a good son, but still being me. Because after the fact, they would be like, well, you know, I didn't mean that. Or, you know, I was angry. Or, but no, you can't have both. But here's the interesting thing. I always accepted that. I always like, well, you know, that's what people do. They get upset. They say things that they don't mean. And then they apologize. And I ex- I accepted that from childhood to an adult. So now, now, now get now. This is this is where it's kind of fucked up to realize this now. But now, when I say things that are off the wall or inappropriate or hurtful. I look at people like, well, wait, I apologized. I said I was sorry. I, I, I that doesn't fix like the thing. And then it's the interesting time. to feel like, well, wait, this is just the way things go. Or this is how I've always processed it and not realize that that is generational trauma mm. acting out in other facets of your life. So that's my own little piece of self-discovery there, because even with verbal abuse, that's just impactful. And I can think now, like, I can re- I can remember those things being said to me, like Teffy said, very vividly. I can tell you exactly what you said because the shit hurt. Mm-hmm. And even yeah. though you can forgive it and move on and you can rebuild and move on, you never forget. You never forget that trauma. And it leaves scars yeah. just as vivid as physical ones. And I also would like to counter, sometimes you don't need to yell at your child. Like, especially, like I said, it's different for me because I have a special needs child. But yelling only ever further escalates a situation. When what you're trying to do is get them to avoid something, you're supposed to de-escalate the situation. Bring it back down so that you can talk calmly about the situation. And it's hard for me Cause like I said, Hannibal don't get what I be talking about. Like not for a long time, sometimes. Um, But screaming at him only traumatizes him. It's only you screamed at me. I am afraid because you are going to scream at me because you are going to throw something because you're going to slam a door because I, mommy might hurt me. My mom is not like, he looks at me like I'm not his mommy and I never want him to feel that way. So it's about, like, me trying to be a better, more conscious parent to him because that is what he needs. 
and not just how I am going to be because that is all I've ever known. Listen, it's, as it's much fun. as huh? No, go ahead, love. As no, much as parents yeah. want to act like kids are just out to just do shit, like you can't treat your children like they're grown ass people who's competing mm. with you in life. And especially in the black like community, especially black mothers and their black daughters, mm. it's 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 not a loving relationship from jump. It's envy. It's you have all the things that I I didn't do. You you have a blank you slate when you ruined my or, stomach or you are taking I, things from me. I used you to trap your dad, but he don't want me no more. So now I'm stuck with you, and I don't want to have to answer to people about why I don't have a baby no more when my original plan was thwarted. Like, you have all of these things that are already uh, in play before I'm even on this plane, nigga. I'm still in the womb and you plotting against me. Mm -hmm. And this is the one person who's supposed to protect you and love you you. and cherish you. And that's the first example of abuse and neglect that you get. That's That's what I think that Taffy, like, means by there's always a root cause of the problem because even if you have great like parents, if you were to ever send me away to another like relative and they abuse me, that can undo all the work you've ever done Mm -hmm. and you'll never know about it. Or if I tell you and you were like, Oh no, that didn't happen. There's your trauma because you're still taking care of me, but now you're, you are not listening to me. I don't have a voice. There are so many aspects to parenthood that it's like at the end of the day, your child don't owe you shit. You are supposed to be the bigger person. You are supposed to suffer. You're supposed to go through shit because you're the one who brought us here. We're innocent until we're not. Your job is not to compete with us. Your job is not to harm us because we piss you off because you can't do that at work. You get fired, but you do it at home because you don't get no Mm. consequences for your actions. That's a bar. Okay. That's a bar. So when it comes to your children, like you're viewing them like they're grown ass people who are out to get you. They're looking to you for love acceptance and guidance no matter what but your unconditional love and conditional is completely conditional Ooh, can, can we make can we make that a t-shirt if you ain't gonna smack your co-worker don't smack your child no. <laughs> uh, i'm not even talking about that there are consequences there are immediate consequences to harming a co-worker Mm-hmm. Just because there's not immediate consequences, like yo, I had a black eye going to third grade, and my mother literally was like, "You fell," and if you don't tell them that, you're gonna get worse when you get home. Is that mm-hmm. punishment or is that what that is that? Is psychological warfare. <laughs> yeah, that's like that's crazy. No, and like uh, that that to me is just fucking wild. Like you would in no other realm of life would that be acceptable. Like, that's literally why I'm just like, I know I'm not mentally prepared to take care of a kid. And people try to make people feel bad about whatever the decision is that they choose to make with their fucking body about handling that situation. But if you know you're somebody who's not mentally fit to be anybody's parent because all you're going to do is take out all of that rage on them because you're going to be pissed that you're doing something you really didn't want to fucking do. Don't do it Which because you had an option for now. Dangerous. Yeah, you kind of so, had an option. I don't so, know. Also, can we? Add, sorry, I was gonna say. Can also can we remember that children are people? 
They are just smaller versions of people. They so don't experience, know shit. They experience the same range. They are capable of the same range of emotions as we are as adults, and they are less capable to express and process them. That's why babies. That's why kids have tantrums and act out. And right, because they don't understand these. They are so little, and these feelings be so big. Okay, so wait, wait, wait. No, now, now, mind you, now, mind you, again, I'm with you. I'm here with you. Oh, I, I am. I am. The devil I, I, has I'm entered here. the chat. The <laughs> I'm here with you, but I'm nah, thinking that's not the devil, that's his advocate. I, I, I remember very vividly this episode of the Boondocks. A little white boy was going ape shit in the aisle, and that white woman oh, looked and said, <laughs> You know. Can somebody help me? Grandpa whipped off that belt and went raw hot on that ass. Now, Abused. now here's my thing. That wasn't his. Yeah. You're right, right. And we laughed and it was comical because we've all known that kind of black elder, right? We always no, think that that would fix white it. people's problems if they was to just beat the fuck out just get the Because I'm about to say, there's a whole generation of we don't hit we hug, but we they probably should have still on, corrected their kids. You don't know if they was correcting their kids. Let me let me, just, let, me just, let me just finish. What do you do for the people who went through? This is not new. They went through the timeout phase, and them kids still turned out like shit. So. You never mind because every time I say that, you still going to say that. I think we keep glossing over the fact that at its core, punishment should not be about how you feel as the punisher. Yeah, like it should always be about why is it a problem? Why is your reaction to cause harm? And how can you get your child to understand that without viewing you as a violent monster? Because or originally, pushover, when, that can when be there the is, problem. exactly, you're training your child to fear you. And black parents especially are like, well, I'd rather you fear me than disrespect me. But now if I'm in, if I'm truly in danger, I don't trust that I can come to my parent because I fear you only. So like you risk obedience, sure. But now you don't know who the fuck your child is. You don't know where they're at who they're with, what they're doing, because all they know is you beating their ass whenever you think they're doing something wrong. So, um... And it's like what you said. It made you a, a better liar, because you don't... You don't want that smoke. I, I, I think about my father. Um, nice I, I think about my dad. Nice ass. When um, a bully was picking on me. Now, mind you, he didn't beat me, but he absolutely made me stand in the fire and fight that boy one on one. And it hurt. And oh, I it was, was toxic. Huh? Actually, that concept was toxic. I, nah, it, I, that is, that is that's one of so the. That's so weird. That's it's one like, of the. Well, hold on. Now, from a man's perspective, that was hands down. And I guess that's where it's nuanced with boys versus women. Sometimes even though discipline is discipline across the board. Because for me, for me, that taught me not to fear no man. 
And I, I use that as a very huge turning point in my life for confidence because I absolutely was afraid and ain't nobody laid a hand on me in the street after that because I knew I had it within me to defend myself. So would you, and, and, and that's why I'm saying, would you now consider that an improper way to teach or, cause that's using discipline or uh, pain or putting someone in a very dangerous situation to teach a lesson. I could understand if the bully were to approach you with the intent of harm and defending yourself, but to set up a fight as if it's a spectacle. Yeah. That's not how you solve shit. You know, it's just like, oh, you know what? You sneeze in my direction and you ain't say bless you. I'm going to meet you outside. We going to do a gun battle type shit. That's how niggas used to settle scores and niggas was dying over trivial matters. You know what I'm saying? Because where does the line get drawn? Everybody's experience is different. Everybody's limits are different. I, I've been, I spent a, a great amount of time in the street. I, I don't know about the, the shooting because w- w- somebody sneezed thing. I mean, scuff, scuff jays. I know, my, I know. My thing yeah. is, it, it can be trivial and just because that person in that moment is viewing it as, oh my God, this is everything because their upbringing didn't teach them the right way. That's how people get killed. So, yeah, so when we put Hannibal in daycare, he was about to, not quite to. Um, He was in daycare for maybe about a month, probably not even. Another child bit him on the face. I almost flapped my arms and flew down to the damn daycare. Hannibal, after that, started biting to every perceived threat every upsetting stimuli after the fact we actually could not put him in kindergarten we had to push him back a year because the biting was such a problem now did he bite at home absolutely not it was only something he did at school to other people i mean though he he did bite me one time at home and i bit him back and i was like I probably shouldn't have did that, but he, <laughs> I was like, I probably shouldn't have did that, but it was my way of being like, you are not allowed to hurt other people. I was like, because I was, like, Yo, I was like, you hurt me. You're not allowed. I was like, you can't bite me. And like instinctively I like bit him back and I was like, that's a problem. I, I was like, I got to work on that. Um, But I was like, I was, I literally was like, Hannibal only does this when people are aggressive to him. What did that child do? What happened that y'all set him off and now he is biting people? I hauled off and smacked a little boy in my class because he kept poking me in my chest in, in third grade. I backhanded the fuck out of him. And he was screaming bloody murder. And no one ever asked me what he did to me. They just asked me why I hit him. Did he stop poking you after that? Oh, fuck yes, he did. Oh yeah, Because his whole face was red. Marco Aguinaga, talking to you, nigga. Sometimes, damn, I called him out. God damn. Listen, sometimes a good old fashioned ass whipping teaches a multitude of lessons that talking don't do. I'm not saying I made a choice in real life to a person who defend yourself. I'm not saying you don't need to learn to defend yourself. Absolutely. I told, I listen to this day. I was like, people hit, I was like, people are not allowed to hit you, they are not allowed to just hurt you. If somebody hurts you, and nobody, I was like, you tell tell a teacher, but if somebody is hurting you, 
bro, you have to defend yourself. I was like, defend yourself. Because another person came into your space and fucked with you. Somebody violated your boundaries. And your parents should not be the person that you that you think of as a prime example of a person who's fucking with you. I'm sorry. No, no, no. And I agree with you on the corporal punishment tip. But there are le- lessons where we utilize violence as a way to mean to teach a lesson. Even if it's not discipline, like us beating them. Um, I know plenty of parents that put their kids in boxing. A combat sport. They, an they, outlet. They, yeah. they put. Wait, wait. See, now that's interesting to me that you went and said an outlet. You put your child in a combat sport, like a literal combat sport. Discipline Why is that- and rules and regulations yeah. to follow. They can't just run sport, rampant and, and rush shot. That's exactly what sportsmanship, discipline, sportsmanship. and learning and I, how to carry minute. yourself. No, so but right. even then, Football even is then, a full contact if, sport. I agree. If you I learn agree. a certain thing to a point where you can harm somebody, you are considered a weapon and you have even more responsibilities and limits to what you can and can't do. So even if I was to put you in a contact sport, that is still regulated. There are still rules to follow. Right. You're literally co-signing what I'm saying, whereas... Violence can be utilized in certain ways. It's if not it's, the violence it's, uh, that's being utilized. It's, it's yes, it the is. What are you talking about? It's, it's, no, it's thing. not. What are you talking about? You're absolutely not every taught. Sport is contact like that. Wait a minute. Hold on. Every 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 boxing match, you are taught how to knock a person out. You're but taught the, di- the discipline is to inflict in violence. The, the, liter- the literal discipline, the discipline and the purpose. is when and how regular exactly, and you oh can't do certain things. Because there are rules and regulations, but right. you're not there to but be like, you know teaching, what, I'm gonna fuck this nigga up and that's you're it. No, it's a competition. How to utilize violence effectively. Like, how in do y'all not space, I'm, I'm, listen, in a controlled not, space he, without listen, a person who's not right out now to get for that you. reason? It's not a parent who is pissed off at you. Both of y'all can't talk at the same time because you're talking to each other. Hannibal is not in, we would put him in swim and kickboxing. And we have, we put him in swim because he needs to learn how to swim, but no kickboxing okay. because I do not think he would understand when is it appropriate time to hit people and when it's not. And that makes sense to me. If you say I am I'm no longer I no longer utilize violence as a means of discipline, and I'm not gonna put him in a sport that teaches him how to utilize violence, that makes sense to me. But you can't say to me, no, you shouldn't hit your kids. Also, I'm okay with them learning how to box and be in a combat sport to learn how to properly use violence and be okay with it. it it's, a, it's a literal oxymoron. It's, it's teaching a child that there are instances where violence is okay as long as you use it within these parameters because that's what parents do. Violence is okay because I'm utilizing it for this structured reason to teach you a lesson. I'm disciplining you. Because I've boxed, I've 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 been in a boxing ring, I've played football. I know we utilize violence. So you, that, that all I'm saying is there are instances where people, even society, who say, "Oh, we shouldn't use violence as discipline," but you use it in other ways. So either it's a teaching tool or it's not. And that's and 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 I just don't like the hypocrisy of people who just say, "Oh no." Violence as a whole should not be utilized to rear a child, but then we put them in combat sports. How does that make sense? 
So when is it okay to utilize violence and discipline? And when is it not? Or when is it too excessive? These just the questions the that go around. Go the excess would depend on the child and their reaction to it. Thank you. And that's the point. It is a double-edged sword. And you can't yeah. have it one way or the other. And people stand on that hill. And I appreciate that because... People, I, Genocide I, Circus, get out. He told some get Hannibal a copy of Def Jam Fight for New York. <laughs> get out. Get out. And and you know what? And and I agree with you, like, because even my my mother was incensed that my father made me fight that bully. Incensed. And she still utilized violence as a means of discipline after the fact. And I That's think we send I think I think we send kids a lot of mixed signals. So they never know when to utilize violence effectively or safely. And the poor kid gets bullied and never does anything. Well, for me, it was anything outside the home. Like if somebody was fucking with you, my mom told me, like, don't ever come home, like, get with getting your ass beat. So not only did I have to fight, like, that if I was going to get in a fight, I had to win that fight. Amen. And, and, and guess what? Did it help or harm you? Did that help or harm you as a as an adult? As an adult, it didn't do anything for me. I had to learn as a child when I when not to fight when it wasn't necessary. Because I used to get, I used to just throw hands. If some, if some, if somebody swung on me, that was the end of the fucking situation. Or if somebody pushed me, or people, I could be goaded to come. I say this now: don't make me come about a character. And actually, I, I was like, actually, no, you making me get into character because a bitch used to be to used to brawl. Like I used to fight niggas twice my size just because I didn't know how to back down from a fight, and I had to learn. Oh, how to regulate it. Really, yeah, I, I'll, I'll never forget this. This girl followed me for three city blocks with a crowd of people trying to get me to fight her. And I turned around and I, and they was like, ain't you going to fight her? I looked this bitch right in her face and I was like, I have to be at home at 3.30. Cause latchkey kid, I said, I need to be in that door to my apartment when my mother called. Otherwise, my mother is going to beat my ass. I am more afraid of my mother than I ever will be of you. You can swing on me if you want to. I'll knock you the fuck out right here in the middle of the street. Yeah, I said, but if you not listen, I said, but if you're not about it, I gotta get home to pick up that phone for one of my mother. Can I, can I ask you a question? Can I question ask you a question that scenario? Had you ever knocked somebody out prior to you saying that? Because you had the confidence of knowing you could no. knock the nigga out. No, you're not gonna turn to somebody and say. I'll knock you the fuck out and let you know you can knock somebody the fuck out. That's that. It, I'm just saying. But it was it was more about me learning that I did not have to allow myself to be pulled into that situation. I did not have to be spurred to violence. That if I wanted to, I could de-escalate that situation and walk away. But you could de-escalate that situation because you didn't fear her, right? Right. I, I mean, I was afraid she had all her homegirls with her. <laughs> I was a what little afraid, but I was like, hey, yo, I called her bluff and I left. <laughs> I wasn't afraid of her, the person. 
But I, I mean, I was afraid because I was a little afraid because she had all these people with her. But when I realized that they was all just selling wolf tickets, I was like, bro. And that's most people. If you want to, but I'm out. (laughs) No, and and legitimately, unless you test people, and I and I'm sorry, humans are animalistic in nature. That that chest beating gorilla, lion roaring shit, like. There are people who will flat out be like, I'm going to walk away, not because I'm afraid of you. I'm just afraid of what I would do to you if I got into the mix. And people have to have that level of confidence. Now, I'm not saying that you got to get into a combat sport or boxing or taekwondo, MMA, everybody that wants to be an MMA fighter or whatever the fuck now. But what I will say is we can't just rule out violence as a whole as an educator. Just it's, it's just not the way society run. It's just not the way society. And I I would love a kumbaya society where we could just say we could all be peace loving hippies and 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 light sage and nah, go about colonization our was a thing, so that's immediately out. Yeah. So and that's all I'm saying because what I don't want is in this very violent nation that we as black people live in for us to take the pacifist route because I'm not sitting in and letting dogs bite me. I'm not. Letting nobody turn no hoses I'm not on not trying me. to know other cheek. Yep. So you yep. can smack my other cheek, bitch. Fuck that. If you got one, you get that one. You better kill me. The only, the only cheeks I'm turning are the, is my ass to kiss. And even then, your lips don't deserve to touch my ass. Let's just be real. So at the end of the day, as parents, you absolutely can utilize whatever facet you deem necessary to rear your child. Um... I would not advocate. Mm. I, I I would not advocate for anything that causes physical harm to your child, because clinical psychologists already have plenty of stuff that you can Google that says that beating your child adds nothing to their growth. Like literally, it's it's you could. But Google it takes it. away a lot. It's, it, yeah, it it's takes not away a, a fuck ton. <laughs> gives nothing. And, and and though we've had a hefty conversation from both perspectives, I can wholeheartedly say that the position of head nurse in charge is don't put your hands on your child. I, I and I and I mean that. Like we have to start learning more effective ways of raising our children that isn't in us, the parent inflicting violence on your child. Now, as a father. If I if I were to ever become a father, I've been a big bro and an uncle for a long time. I I think I would still stand there next to my child and control a scenario where okay, if you got to face this violence, then I'm gonna face it with you, but you're gonna have to stand on your own because I can't always be here. I I, I can't. Go ahead, go ahead, Tess. And that's different than standing in a position right. of power, saying right. I'm going to flex violence over you right. to uh, to ensure your obedience. And Agreed. that sort of thing can instill, like you said, your dad, that instilled confidence in you. And I would be by Hannibal 100%. Somebody put my hands on him, I'd be like, bite him right in his fucking eyeball, bitch. Don't fuck <laughs> with the, my child. Not that way. We don't want him to catch a charge. Listen, but that I goes mean, back no. to what Love was talking about in a controlled <laughs> setting. Sometimes right, you I'm... do have to learn how to properly use violence as a, a deterrent and not right. as a weapon. I think that's but a better way of he, saying it. And my child is not 
there yet. We're we're still as at far the, as, like as comprehension is concerned. That's what I'm saying. Like as comprehension <laughs> goes, he's not there yet. Maybe one day he will be, but at, I cannot flex my position of power over right. him to try and oppress him into submission or obedience. Like it, it's it's not gonna work. It doesn't make me feel good as a parent, um, right. as a person. Um, it brings up a lot of like triggers and trauma for me personally. And all I can think is that one day he's going to be the same age I am now talking about how his mom beat him. And I don't yeah, want that. That's crazy. Cause that's how it's, it's always interesting that these are the conversations that we're having later in life because we're starting to learn. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I didn't mean to blow us up like that. <laughs> but, uh, we're learning. We're how do you say when you know better, you do better. And we're doing. We're learning new ways to be able to process things. And black people working through their trauma, breaking generational curses, and going to therapy is the end thing to do now. So, yes, y'all, please keep continuing to work through your shit. And I mean this with all my heart. Please raise these children up right so they don't rob me when I get older. <laughs> Yo, they don't I rob my child of his SSDI, please. <laughs> you know, when, when I tell you, I tell my sister that all the time. I said, yo, man, stay on my nephews. Because if one of them little motherfuckers rob me because they don't know I'm unk, I'm going to be mad as hell. I'm going to be mad as hell. And then she got seven boys. Child, absolutely. Oh, no. God bless her. Um, obviously, this is a, <laughs> a little bit of a, a change from our normal lighthearted conversations that we have here on the Headners in Charge. But as always, the whole point is, just like this banner says at the top, for the culture, by the culture. And we talked about the culture. We talked about growing up black. And growing up black... You there, there, there is no growing up black without a conversation about your mom or your daddy or somebody in your family trying to whoop your ass. And even if you didn't have it happen to you, you had a friend, a cousin, or somebody that you saw them get the get get the brakes beat off of them. Yeah. And that's one but of the Carolyn things that, that they had breakthroughs in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Listen. Because this is this this is called village healing. We we get to talking to each other, and then we we have shared emotional trauma, and then we have shared emotional treatment. Oh, listen, this is how we bring the villages back. <laughs> I like that. Mm, we bring the village back. Listen, y'all, if somebody needs a hug, by all means, hit my DM. Um, Teffy Wonder sure. definitely she gives out the the, the greatest of hugs. Um, she tries to hit you with the church hug. Y'all already know. It's going your face. <laughs> don't, don't let it give you that little side hug. And um, God has had to hop off, but I'm sure God is, is all the way ready to, to, to sage whatever you got going on in your life to help you overcome your demons. Um, essentially, we're getting ready to wrap this thing up. Um, Teffy Wonder, it's just me and you, mama. So um, let them know how they can follow and support. All right, y'all. So make sure you go to Head Nerds in Charge, you guys. Um, sign up for our email list. It's www.headnerdsincharge.com. 
gmail.com. Um, sign up for our email list. This way you can be in the know for all head nerds and charge goings on, y'all. Very soon, hopefully, we have like some announcements to make about Headners in Charge Carnival 2023. I'm so excited. We're gonna put together a great programming package for you all. Um, but if you can't but before we get there, you know where you can see us next? J1Con. Um, that is going to be November 4th through the 6th. This J1Con in Atlantic City. Weekend tickets is only $40. Don't get cheap. Don't play with us. Make sure y'all pull up and support J1. J, uh, Jason J. Rich is a huge, uh, huge supporter of the show. He is definitely family. And we're going to be there all weekend um, hanging Cutting out. the fuck up. Listen, goddess, this is your first J1. And is it? Is this this will be your first J1? Yeah. Ooh, yeah, God. because when I first had moved up here, he had to shut down. Did and then cool? COVID was, no, like COVID was like like six months after that. And so then he just, yeah. yeah she nah. came up after J1 and then COVID hit. <laughs> yes, they do have a hotel block. You can call in now, Carolyn. Good and, luck, um, baby, because they yeah. were, Go to, go to um, it, but go nah, there, there were still plenty of rooms left. Go to the J1 website, and um, it should be all the information is on there. Listen, we are hosting uh, a couple of parties at uh, J1, and um, huh, yeah, yeah, we cut up at J1 because that's like our home con. Oof. That is. Yeah, yeah, it's um, we should be in rare fucking form. That <laughs> so if you if you ever seen us at BlurCon, we kind of stay stay to ourselves and do what we want. J one con. We come out in the day to <laughs> give me enough liquor. Um, Goddess of the Eye, Goddess of the Eye, could you get us a signed off and then I'm gonna let Teffy go ahead on and. And do since since you denied them last week. Oh my! We gotta God. get we, we gotta get you right this week. So gotta <laughs> set uh, let them know. Oh, so this three hour show is punishment, Teffy. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah, it's all suffer. I'm sorry. So. <laughs> but anyway, y'all already know how to follow me. G A W D E S S of the odd on all platforms: um, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, Twitch, TikTok, all that shit. Um, go follow HNIC Dark Match because uh, <laughs> coming in hot, baby. This gonna be very different from the structure y'all are used to. So have fun with me playing video games and shit, and talking wrestling. So I feel like there's no losses there. So be on the lookout. Go ahead, nigga. Oh my bad. All right. So also, y'all make sure y'all uh, follow at Cospole Players. We're coming up on our third show of the year, June. Oh, oh, oh. Yes, and super kawaii, sexy, uh, special. That's our. That's my virtual poll show, Cospole Players. Me and my partner Jiggly Senpai. Um, three over. You can follow us over on Instagram. While you're on our website, please pick. Check out some of our dope-ass merch. We have t-shirts, hats, hoodies, bras, draws, bags, blankets, socks, pillows, stickers. You want it, we got it. Headnerdsincharge.com merch. Um, sign up for our Patreon. It's www.patreon.com backslash headnerdsincharge. Uh, hey, first round on you. Um, listen, if you guys want to follow me, I am at Teffy Wonder over on uh, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Those are where <laughs> my titties do... They do the thing, you guys. Even in person. 
hold on. Let me move my microphone. <laughs> but yeah, listen. Make sure y'all follow me there. Um, if you want, you can follow me on my Facebook fan page. Just type you under the Merca Mermaid. Do not, you guys. I love you so much, but do not send me friend request to my personal Facebook page. That's my purse. I don't know you. Let's rumble. That's my purse. I don't know you. Don't you ever deny them. Ever. They outro. Fuck them. Me. No, they definitely. Yo, we are absolutely working on H&IC grippers. Yes. Literally got the prices for bulk orders and shit a couple days ago. Thank you, Tefe. You're welcome. Listen, let me tell y'all something. We don't play around about the grippers. Um, oh, I'm trying to get a signature King Kurt double XL gripper socks with the extra traction. Double XL gripper socks? Mm -hmm. Are they going to yeah. make you like a half inch taller because of the grippage at the bottom? Well, no, it's, it's cushiony because my feet get cold. Oh my and, and and they, they got the extra grip and a condom dispenser on the side. This <laughs> nigga gonna be like spider You gotta do the Konami code to get it dispensed. Up, up, down, down, left, left, right, right. Stop, right. stop, stop. Yep, yep, yep. See, love, you get it. You get the thing. I, and that's why I appreciate you. Condom pop out. Surprise, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. The whole concept of a condom is that there won't be surprises, so pick a struggle. Yeah, well, you know, Say such is life. Either way, this is your boy King Kurt live, as always, wrapping up another insightful episode of HNIC. Next we week, we will hit episode 200. I have no earthly idea what we're going to do to celebrate episode 200. But it is a momentous occasion. Um, one of those one one of those milestones, man, where you do something and you do something enough and you do it because you love it. And I never really thought that. I, I don't know what I don't know what I thought. I don't know. My cousin came to me and said, "Let's start a podcast." And I was like, "Well, why just do a podcast? Let's do a radio show, and let's just keep elevating and doing it, and let's keep talking, and let's." See where this thing goes. And I have met some amazing people on this journey. I have established some lifelong friendships. Um, I, this show has had me fall in love and fall out of love. And I have almost died <laughs> while doing this show. And I have maybe missed a total of five or six episodes ever of Hitner's in Charge. And I have no regrets at all. No regrets. Not even a little bit. Not even a little bit. And spending my Wednesdays with you amazing people, both on the panel and those who support us, watching us, streaming us, I still am amazed that you stick around to give a fuck about what we're trying to say. But you have a voice on this show. And we share that voice. And I think in the end, that's what makes it special because it's not just us being the talking heads. You're more important. <laughs> and it's got something to do with the mass amount of beautiful black women, titties, sex talk, uh, real shit. And, you know, occasionally one or two of us can be funny. 
But um, we have a convention because of y'all. We have a brand because of y'all. And we will celebrate our 200th episode because you can continue to support us. And to that, honestly, there's only one thing anybody could say. What's wrong with you? What's wrong with y'all? You niggas are crazy. That's our show, folks. That's our show, folks. We love you crazy motherfuckers. And we will see you next week. Nah.